0: hey what's up folks is the government of canada funding plant-based mrna vaccines i have the scoop and why did thomas massey push legislation to stop the us government from funding edible plant vaccines sounds crazy it's all confusing i'm going to explain what i know and talk about it in today's live stream then i'm going to read trump's indictment news live and react to that god bless you guys dream rare podcast starts now. It's the Dream Rare Podcast. Welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road. Let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Dream Rare Podcast. I have two stories. I want to get into the first one before we talk about the Trump indictments. I think we're up to like 5,465 indictments. Now I'm just kidding. But it's like every day they throw a new, throw a new charge at them. So I want to go over those at the end. But the first story, this is something that's going to fall by the wayside. Pretty much nobody's going to report on it. So you're probably only going to hear it here unless it spreads. But there's plant-based vaccines that are being funded by the government of Canada their studies of other plant-based vaccines. And it's very confusing stuff because one of them is a plant-based injectable mRNA vaccine. The other one that they're working on that they say is far from being proven, but they are in certain labs or in certain studies working on edible plant vaccines that they've been talking about in spinach or lettuce, if they can do it. So it's being fact checked. I even almost messed up myself because they're saying that they're building plants, like vaccine plants. And you're like, oh, a vaccine plant. And they're like, no, like a plant, like a facility. And you're like, oh, a facility. And they're like, yeah, but to make plant-based vaccines, all really confusing. Here's the video I did for Instagram. And I think it sums it up pretty well before we move on. Let's talk plant-based vaccines and some research I did. The federal government of Canada last fall floated $173 million to help a company called Medigo develop a COVID-19 vaccine and build a large plant to produce it. And apparently that vaccine that they're making with GlaxoSmithKline is a plant-derived COVID vaccine. I got confused because they say we're building a vaccine plant, but it's plant-derived. And I looked it up and it seems like a plant-based injectable vaccine many have reported that the University of California, Riverside was studying to figure out if they could turn lettuce or spinach into mRNA vaccine factories and do edible plant vaccines. Apparently Thomas Massey's trying to get ahead of it because he's pushing legislation to say that your tax dollars should never support transgenic edible plant vaccines. And he literally made a piece of legislation to say that. The Associated Press is fact checking this and saying that growing edible vaccines is quote, far, far away from being proven? What do you think about the prospect of edible plant vaccines? What do you think about the fact that Canada's government is funding plant-based COVID vaccines? And what do you think about Massey's legislation? Let me know in the comments. God bless you. And I covered this on my news website, streamrare.com. All right. So if you didn't get confused, I got confused at first because they're saying we're building plant, a plant. And I was like, oh, you're building plant. And they're like, no, 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 like a facility, a plant. And then, but of plants. And then, I, I was, it took me like hours because I kept mess, messing it up. So here's what's going on. The government of Canada is spending between 100 and 200 million. I think the number was 187. I said it in there to fund a Canadian company working with GlaxoSmithKline on a plant-based mRNA vaccine. What does that mean? I don't know. They derive it from the plant. Is How is that different from the COVID vaccines they have now? Well, it depends which one you're talking about. I think the Pfizer and the and the Moderna were synthetic mRNA, how do they make synthetic mRNA? I have no idea. Other vaccines of the past, I think they talked about using chicken eggs, the Johnson and Johnson, God knows what's in that thing. So, you know, every vaccine is made differently. And, uh, the Canadian government is now funding a plant-based COVID vaccine. So they derive the mRNA according to those articles from plants. Okay. That's one aspect of it. Another one is Thomas Massey, as I showed, he passed legislation. It's not really a threat yet, but it seems like he's trying to get ahead of it. He passed a, I think it was an amendment. We'll just call it legislation because I don't know the exact terminology. I believe an amendment to some sort of bill. And he said that the government should never be able to use taxpayer dollars to fund edible plant vaccines. So Thomas Massey's trying to warn the American public. I believe at one point they're going to try to use your taxpayer dollars to fund edible vaccines. And I'm trying to push government to, to say that they'll never use your, your, your money, taxpayer money to do that. And the media will probably fact check that and say it's not necessary or whatever. But science, you know, as Fauci would say, the speed of science moves fast. So if they're doing studies on how to make edible vaccines, the chances are that it might happen one day, just like for decades, they never used uh, mRNA on the masses. And then all of a sudden during a pandemic, they did um, it's interesting that Thomas Massey's getting ahead of that saying, I don't want our taxpayer dollars to fund that. So that's really the story. Let me know what you think in the comments. There's three different types of plants. The first one is the facility that they call a plant. We're building a plant. Oh, a plant. that confused me for a little while. Cause then the next sentence they say, oh no, no, it's a plant-based vaccine that we're making in our plant. And then there's the edible plant vaccine that is not out yet. And they say it's not a threat yet there are colleges researching it and trying to make that a reality. So hopefully I explained it well and made it less confusing. It took me a long time to write that article, but that's what I'm doing on streamrare.com. I'm not impressed with journalism nowadays. There's a lot of distractions, team red, team blue, always a Trump, DeSantis narrative, indictment narrative, Biden narrative, et cetera. Not saying there's not a place for that conversation. Of course there is, it's America. Um, you could think and say what you want but nobody's getting to the core of stuff like this. It's like journalism is basically just click clicks. And I get why I run a news company website now. My most clicked article of the last couple of weeks was Tucker Carlson and Ice Cube in South Central. That gets more clicks and it took, you know, Bobby probably 10 minutes to write than an article that I spend two hours on. So that's just why probably companies actually don't do journalism anymore. I'm not playing the victim or anything. I'm just saying from a business perspective, a lot of these people aren't just like being bad news. I think that it's the business model. Like Kardashians will get more views than, you know, a kid who invented something. It's just the truth. It's our drama. There's something about it. You know, pretty women obviously is is always like a clickable thing or a watchable thing. So I'm just talking out loud. That's probably why a lot of these news companies do gotcha moments instead of real uh, long form reporting. Because if you spend hours on something that matters and nobody watches it, and you do something in five minutes and everybody clicks on it, it's hard to build a business model around something ethical. It's just that's just, just the reality. I'm not crying. I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing, but that is how it works. So it's one of those things I think sometimes you have to uh, change yourself to change the world. And we have to change ourselves as a society just as much as the politicians do because they can't sell it if we don't buy it. All right, so the Trump indictment thing, I mean, to be quite honest, before I read this indictment, I'm gonna give you my overall opinion of all this stuff because I will read it. Uh, I'm gonna react live because I haven't fully investigated what he's being indicted for. Personally, I'm tired of it. It reminds me of like... Um, you know, when there's a really good movie and they know that you like it, so they just keep making the movie over. It's like Jaws, Jaws 2, Jaws 3, Jaws 4, Jaws 5, you know, Rocky 18, Apollo reincarnated as a a different, it's like, you know, it's like Apollo Creed transgender edition, or I don't know what they're doing, but it's like at a certain point you go to see it because you want to watch the Rocky movie, but you know, it's garbage, you know, that's what 2023 politics feels like to me, the whole Trump and the Biden thing, the indictments, Trump, just being Trump. It's like, it's the seventh sequel of this movie that I'm tired of, but you know, the brand is appealing. So people just keep saying the same things. Like I log into Twitter and I'm like, is this 2017? Are we still, we're still doing the same thing. It just feels like, so obviously I'm not going to say fake, but like a diversion. Um, but that's just how I see it. And before I read, I want to say this too. I am not a petty person. I try to be as ethical as I can with my journalism. Like I don't want to be uh, like someone that holds a grudge or anything. I don't hold a grudge on Trump. I don't hold a grudge on Republicans, but I can't forget what they did in 2020. And this is just my personal opinion before we start. And I'm labeling it an opinion because it is that, although it's based on fact in my view, Trump In 2020, that was like crunch time for America. He said he was going to drain the swamp. He didn't. He worked for the swamp. He bragged about it. He ran around before he got indicted for two years. Nobody was forcing him to do this, I don't think. And he's overselling the vaccine as saving 100 million lives when he knows damn well that's not true. To me, Trump is not a man of honor. I used to think he was like he... Before his indictments even happen, he's running around shilling the vaccine harder than Ben Shapiro and Bill Gates, shamelessly, to the point that even pro-vaccine people don't even know what he's talking about because he's lying through his teeth. Like, I don't consider him like like he has my back. He's such an honorable man. He's a politician. He's sold out like everybody else, and it's embarrassing, and I'm, I'm embarrassed because I used to really love the guy, and I just think he's another phony. So it's just hard for me to, like, on a Game of Thrones game theory perspective, it's like you run as this guy that's going to drain the swamp. You get an office. You give Hillary Clinton a standing ovation. You tell your base to settle down that that was just a campaign thing. You hire a bunch of people. You listen to Chris Christie after you called him fat and sloppy. You, you get what I'm saying? You, you pick Mike Pence as your vice president. You run around hiring pharmacy lobbyists and shilling stuff. And then now I'm supposed to act so shocked like everybody else. Like, oh, I can't believe this happened. It's like, that's what happens. If you play football and you throw a hundred interceptions in the fourth quarter, you're going to lose the game. You know, like I feel like the Republicans set us up. So now they're getting the results of setting us up. And it's like, because it's affecting them and not just us now, all of a sudden, like I'm supposed to give a huge shit. I'm not saying I'm not going to have his back. If he's, if he's right, if I read this and think that they're lying, which they probably are, I'll say it. I'll back him 10 times out of 10, but it's one of these things that it's like, you know, They didn't give a crap when we were being censored, they only cared when Jim Jordan got censored. They didn't give a crap when we were locked down because they were running around just like doing a media parade and flying jets over our head. You know, the January 6th people got arrested years before Trump got indicted and he barely talked about it. I don't think he helped them very much at all. Uh, Yay or Kanye West, whatever you want to call him, he made a video and said, Why isn't Trump doing anything for the January 6th prisoners? and then Trump made a video a week later, like it took. The artist formerly known as Kanye West to say something for Trump to even half give a crap about the people who like lost years of their lives supporting him and trying to defend you know quote unquote democracy or the republic or whatever it is. So it's just one of those things where I'm not going to say that I I'm happy about what's happening. Of course I'm not. I didn't want Joe Biden to win. I voted for Trump. I didn't want you know Trump to run around and sell the vaccine harder than Bill Gates. I didn't even think he'd ever do that when I liked him in 2019. I never even thought this was a possibility. So. In no way, shape, and people said they're still in prison. Yeah, there's people facing years of prison that nobody gives a crap about. So all I'm gonna say is I'm not saying it's right. I'm not gonna act like it's a great thing, but I do believe at a certain point, like what else did anyone expect was gonna happen? And I, I don't think when we needed these people, I don't think they were there for us, I don't think they were there for me, I don't think they were there for you, I don't think they were there for their biggest supporters, and I'm just not shocked if you run on the premise of draining the swamp and you don't drain the swamp but you hire the swamp and you protect the swamp and then you run around selling the swamp's vaccine for two years, like, I don't, like, what, what do you expect, a prize or something? What did Trump think he was gonna get a Nobel Peace Prize because Bill Gates tricked him or something? I don't understand it, but, you know, I, and... To me, it's like it's like uh, Charlie Brown with the football, where it's like every day, let's just talk about this for five years. Now we're never gonna talk about plant-based vaccines. Now we're never gonna talk about the bipartisan tyranny. Now we're never gonna talk about this. Like, let's just live in this world of like Hunter Biden's never getting arrested, Donald Trump's always getting arrested. And this is like the normie, you know, half baked, like uh public, like, you know, drama that they allow you to have because it's not getting to the bottom of Epstein's clients list who nobody seems to care about anymore. It's not getting to the bottom of how both of them scammed us. So I kind of see it. I'm not saying it's not real, but I see it as like a, you know, OJ Simpson style case for the masses where it's like, here, run around this for three years. It doesn't matter what your opinion is. We'll waste your time. And that's all you'll talk about. And there's going to be no intellectual conversations and stuff. That's how I see it personally. If you don't, that's fine. Um, I, I wish I could pretend like I didn't to be more appealing, but Got to tell you what I'm thinking. Now let's get into the court case. Uh, I'm sure that they're overreaching because the Democrats will do that. Fox, I got it from Fox News. I know people don't like Fox News, but I'm not reading this indictment from CNN. I think Fox would do a more fair job personally. Trump indicted on charges out of special counsel probe into January 6th. This is the second federal indictment Trump faces out of special counsel Jack Smith's investigation. Who's Jack Smith? He sounds like a character out of like a Matrix movie or something. Agent Smith. Jack Smith. I don't even know who these people... This is like <laughs> Maybe I should know like who's Jack Smith. I don't even care anymore. Um, former President Trump was indicted Tuesday on charges stemming from special counsel Jack Smith's investigation on the Capitol riot. Jeez, they got to drag this Capitol event out for the next like 5,000 years. What's the history book going to say? Is it going to be like... I'm going to say this real quick. Sorry, I, I hate to interrupt myself, but nobody's gonna tell true history. This makes me think that most of history is fake. Sorry if that offends people because if Democrats write the history books, they're gonna act like January six was like Hitler's people like invading, trying to take over. And it's like, it wasn't that it was a sloppy Trump rally. It was a sloppy Trump rally slash fed trap where a lot of feds were probably trying to set Trump people up slash overcharging from people that were just being stupid like walking around, like, you know, taking photo ops. And now they're trying to act like they were trying to take over the world. And, you know, like they were going to invade like Europe or something. Like that's probably what Democrats will write in history books. They'll call Trump Hitler and they'll say that they were trying to like take over the government. And that wasn't what was happening. Um, if the Republicans write the history books, say Trump got to write the history books, you're also not going to get real history. He's going to say he saved the world with this COVID vaccine. He saved 100 million lives. He's going to say that Florida did a bad job and too many people died during COVID and he's not going to talk about the PCR test and stuff. Nobody, like, the. I don't trust Democrats or Republicans to write accurate history. If I had to pick one, I think Republicans would you know, do a better job slightly, but it's not, I don't think they would tell the truth about the pandemic. So all I'm going to say before I read this, I don't even believe most of history now, because whoever writes the narrative of the pandemic, whether it's Trump Republicans or Biden Democrats, they're going to lie about the history I lived through. And in 20 years, they'll probably try to arrest me for disagreeing with the narrative that I actually lived through. So, you know, it's, it's just crazy. Um, the times we live in, but whatever, you know, God is great. Life is good. Let's continue. If y'all don't see my shirt too, it's kind of tight. I got just Jesus, you know, just surfing with his shoes. Do you guys get it? He doesn't need, he doesn't need a surfboard because he walks on water. But anyway, um, is this thing on? It's a slow crowd tonight. No, I'm just kidding. But um, it's just me and my laptop. Nobody's even here. Anyway, Trump was indicted on four federal charges out of the probe, including conspiracy to defraud the United States Conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction and attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against rights. Trump has been ordered to appear in federal court in Washington, D.C. for his arraignment on Thursday. This is the second federal indictment the former president faces out of Smith's investigation. He's guilty, he's pleading not guilty to 37 counts related to his alleged improper retention of classified records from his presidency. Those charges include willful retention. I get it. He left things. Before I move on, I'll I'll read this. I obviously think Democrats are going crazy and it's like they can charge Trump 37 times, but they can't clean up their own cities. They can't stop homelessness. They can't build a wall. I don't like the Democratic Party, if you haven't noticed. With that being said, you know, I use and I'm not dunking on the guy. I'll have his back if I believe in it. I don't trust Trump anymore. So like when I listen to his interview and they were like, why do you have the classified documents? I'm expecting him to say something smart. And he's like, you know, I just didn't have the time to give them back. And they were like mixed in with all of my other stuff. And it's like, what a dumb answer. You know, it's like if that's why you didn't give them back because you were just too busy. And they were you didn't want to go through them like you don't have lawyers to go through them for you. So you don't mess up. I don't know. I I, I feel like he's like a WWE character. So, like, I'm not saying I, I think he should be charged. I don't. It's just like everyone's buying into this narrative that like, oh, Trump didn't do anything wrong. And it's like, I I don't know, after he acts like the COVID vaccine saved 100 million lives and he says, Florida, eh, Florida did a wish job with COVID. I'm just saying like, you know, like, I don't I don't. I don't know. He's kind of like a clown. So it's not to say I think he should be charged. But if they're like, all right, give the documents back within two months. And he's like, I'm busy. I don't know. I have like other things with that. Like, I don't want to give them back. It like it, it just it feels to me like fake. I'm not saying it's fake. I know people are going to cry. It's real. If you don't stand up for Trump, then they really won't stand up for you. I got his back if it's true. I just don't believe this crap anymore. I'm sorry. I just feel like it's all like a clown show. I feel like it takes two to tango. And this is going to control the narrative of the entire election and nobody's going to talk about anything. You know, one thing before I get back to the article, this is an epic tangent, but there's so many people that say to me, I don't care about COVID. COVID doesn't matter for this election. If you're a Republican and you don't care about what they did to you, Democrats and Republicans, mostly Democrats, but both, if you don't care what they did to you under the guise of COVID, you deserve to get locked down again. You deserve to get scammed again. Like, Weak people get weak results. So it's like I I'm disgusted by Republicans that are like I don't even care about COVID anymore. It's like you don't care about socialism, communism, trillions of dollars printed, vaccine scams, the government merging with Big Pharma. Like none of that matters to you for the election because you like Trump. Like if that's the case, then like you I don't know like why I, I don't under, I, I don't live in the same reality as most people anymore. I don't get it. Like why does that not matter to you? um I know that it's not going to be addressed because there's all these other narratives to run circles around, but it still matters to me. I mean, that's a huge thing, what they did. If you if you can't even admit that you were wrong about that and that led to socialism, in my opinion, pseudo-communism, like crazy uh, economic failure, like that's a, it was a big deal what happened. In 20, I mean, hopefully nothing worse ever happens because the next step, in my opinion, from like COVID lockdowns is like, you know, concentration camps and rather like a, you know, what did they, what did they call the camps? Like the gulags and stuff and communist stuff, like, I'm not trying to exaggerate, but that's like after locking, getting locked in your house for three weeks, the government prints money and tries to, you know, force you to get an MRNA injection with like, what's the next step? Like the, that doesn't matter to you. Republicans don't care about that. Cause they like Trump. So I don't understand. I, I just don't understand what this part, this party's like just as brainwashed as the left. In my opinion, I, I feel so left out and it sucks because everybody likes to have a tribe, but I can't fake it just to make it. Like, I don't, I don't get, for years now, I'm just confused at what other people are seeing. Like, I don't get it. But uh, I'm going to get back to this article because I could rant forever. Um, The defendant, Donald J. Trump, was the 45th president of the United States and a candidate for re-election in 2020. The defendant lost the 2020 presidential election, Smith indicates, or the indictment states. Despite having lost, the, the defendant was determined to remain in power. Smith alleged for more than two months following election day on November 3rd, 2020, Trump spread lies that there had been outcome-determinative fraud in the election that he had actually won. It lists uh, various claims. These claims were false, and the defendant knew they were false, Smith, Smith alleged, but the defendant repeated and widely disseminated them anyway. To make his knowingly false claims appear legitimate, create an intense national atmosphere of mistrust and danger, and erode public faith in the administration of the election. See, I disagree that they're charging with this, obviously, because the Democrats did this in 2016. Um, If everybody remembers when Trump won in 2016, they were undermining my democracy that I don't even believe in because it's technically a republic. But you know what I'm saying? They're calling me a Russian. If you like Bernie, you're a Russian. If you like Trump, you're a Russian. Russians did this. Russians did that. This was an illegitimate election. They all said it. So, you know, obviously, I think the obvious take on this is if if they lied or they you think they thought that I don't I don't think they thought that I think they knew that they lied and they just didn't want to lose power so they just called everybody a Russian they're like hey grandma do you like Bernie Sanders and she's like yeah they're like you're a Russian bot you piece of garbage (laughs) do you like Donald Trump hell yeah oh you're a Russian bot too lady we're gonna dox you I don't think they thought everyone was Russian I just think that was the narrative that was convenient for them to try to like infiltrate reality and uh you know persecute anybody who didn't like Hillary Clinton they did the same thing so if that's what they're charging Trump for if I'm the judge I'm saying he's innocent I'm not I don't think what he did was smart per se but it, it's not it's not his first rodeo the Democrats just did literally the same thing minus the January 6 meetup because they're smarter you know they're like smarter they're like we're not going to get set up we're just going to like sneakily do it Democrats are way more sneaky like Democrats are like, we're going to do it, but you're not going to be able to like stop it. And Republicans are like, hey, let's go to the Fed trap, patriots. Let's get set up and I'll just raise money and not do anything. Like, I don't know. I feel like Democrats play chess and Republicans just set their base up and, you know, fundraise and then get cheered at turning point events. But who am I to judge? Uh, Anyway, let's keep reading from the article. Smith alleged that Trump between November 14th, 2020 and January 20th, Did knowingly combine, conspire, confederate and agree with co-conspirators known and unknown to the grand jury to defraud the United States by using dishonest fraud and deceit to impair, obstruct and defeat the lawful federal government function by which the results of the presidential election were collected, counted and certified by the federal government. I mean, if that's if that's the charges or one of the charges, it's a BS charge. You know, even though Trump annoys me, I'm not I'm not a petty person. I'm not like Bill Mitchell where I'm going to be like, "Eh, he's guilty. He's guilty. Eh." I mean, I don't I don't think he should be charged for that. I don't also don't think he should be applauded and like for what he's done. But I don't I don't think that's illegal. I don't think it's even going to work. I think that you have the First Amendment. I don't know how far it goes for that type of stuff. But Trump saying stuff, I would think, would be protected under the First Amendment. If he thinks the election was rigged, he's allowed to say that. You know, you don't have to agree. You could think it was fair or you could think that, you know, my pillow guy is a little inaccurate with his accusations. But this idea that you could charge President Trump because he believed something or said something seems kind of crazy um if you could arrest a president for lying to the american public to, to achieve power every president would have to be arrested you know like they've started wars they've lied all politicians do is lie it's crazy um you know i commented today like i don't like or trust vivek ramaswamy but I know why he's popular because he's like good at politics. You know, like he's standing next to Ted Cruz. Dude, put Vivek Ramaswamy next to Ted Cruz and Mike Pence and a bunch of these losers. He looks like Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? People people love Vivek Ramaswamy. Dude, I look like a supermodel compared to Ted Cruz. Put me next to Ted Cruz. I look like Brad Pitt. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all it's all perspective. Like I'm I'm tall, but put me next to a midget. I look even taller. You know, it's like that's politics, So. As much as I don't trust Vivek Ramaswamy, I get why people like him. I'm not stupid. Next to Ted Cruz, he looks like a supermodel. You know, he looks like uh, he looks like Dennis Rodman in his prime, pulling down 20 rebounds. But you put him somewhere else. I mean, clearly he did well in the private sector with big pharma. But I don't know. It's, it's politics. Is just such a stupid world, man. Bunch of fakes. Bunch of bunch of weirdos. Bunch of like people that don't even care about you. Yet for some reason, Republicans still cheer for him. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think this charge is going to stick unless it's a corrupt jury. Uh I don't really know what to say. Honestly, I didn't prepare a speech for this. I figured I would react live. I think that the Democrats know that either way, they know how to waste people's time. Three years of Russia collusion, even though they technically lost that, right? They lost the election. They didn't get the White House. They didn't get the Supreme Court judges. They didn't you know, achieve power like they wanted to achieve. But what did they do with the Russian collusion narrative? They wasted our time. They created the narrative. We had the Senate, we had the House, we had the presidency with a real, I'm not going to blame Trump for this, because I know that he was inexperienced. He just got there. He's surrounded by advisors or whatever. But with a leader who actually knew what they were doing, who knew how to wield power, We could have got so much done in two years. And I know Paul Ryan was not the guy. And I know that Mitch McConnell's Mitch McConnell, but still, like, what's the, you know, at this point, that's the best we have. So when we have power, why didn't they do anything? But part of the reason they didn't do anything is because the Democrats know how to just waste our time. And this is what I want people to understand or at least consider is everything is what you make of it. Like, if you start from nothing, If you want to achieve to make something of yourself, and I'm not saying that having no money means you have nothing, but you get what I'm saying because obviously wealth is health, family, et cetera, other things. It's not just like a social status, but if you want to build a business coming from the hood or something, it all comes down to mindset. Do you believe in yourself? Are you willing to take the steps? Are you willing to take risks? And this is how the Democrats control us because they understand how manifestation works they understand how the news media works and they waste our time constantly. Even if you're defending against Russia collusion, you're still talking about Russia collusion instead of talking about, we have the House, we have the Senate, we have the presidency. Why don't we do something? Why, don't, why doesn't every conservative influencer in 2016 to 2018 push Trump and Paul Ryan to actually get stuff done? And I'm not saying I'm above it. I wasn't. I was tricked by this too. That's why I'm speaking from a place of like, I can relate because they fooled me as well. Although I did say this in 2017 and 16, I said, I'm only going to talk about this once or twice. I'm not going to make it my show. No offense. Like Ben Shapiro's covering the indictment or whatever. Like he covers it like a thousand times or whatever. They create the narrative. You live in their reality. And even if you win against that reality, you still are talking about that. You're not leading. You're not attacking. You're defending against something that they put up and they, they know how to just grind you down and waste your time. My opinion about these indictments, multiple options could be true. I have no idea. I don't have a crystal ball and I don't know these losers, but let's just start with one. One, they really just don't like Donald Trump and they just want to throw him in jail, you know, and, and by all costs. And they don't care how sloppy they are, but they just throw every charge at the wall and hope one sticks. It's a possibility. He's, uh, you know, he Trump gets under your skin. So when you don't like him, you don't like him. Two, They know it won't work, but they're just wasting people's time. They know if they make the national conversation about the Trump indictment, it creates this narrative around the 2024 election where you don't think about how much Biden sucks. You don't think about the tyranny that happened in 2020, and it creates this perfect like little fake world for the Democrats. Even if they don't charge Trump, they know that it's going to help them out one way or another because they're just wasting people's time and kind of diverting attention away from their failures. Three... They could be purposely elevating Donald Trump. They might think he's an easy candidate to beat because, unlike the other guy in the race, he kind of talks about himself a lot and it is so well known nationally. He's like a love him or hate him guy. And just like millions of people are driven to vote for Trump, millions of people are driven away from him and will vote for the other candidate because they have, you know, media like manipulation of some sort where they just don't like the guy at all. So they could be purposely elevating Trump because they know that he's going to win the Republican primary if they indict him a million times, but he probably has the biggest chance of losing swing states in the general election because he's not only unlikable to liberals and a lot of people, but he's also just in my, and this is my view and opinion, I will say, but I, I used to think he was this strategic genius where I'm like, you know, he's doing this, he's doing that. Now, I I feel like the Democrats play chess and he doesn't. So when if he does win the nominee, is he smart enough to make the right strategy for the last month of the election? I don't know. I don't know that I believe he is like he seems like someone like even with January 6th, it's like a Hail Mary. It's like we don't have any other option. You know, we tried all the legal options. They failed. The Supreme Court thing failed. I wanted Trump to win the election. But then it's like, I don't know what to do. Let's just all go to the Capitol and let's get wild. And then it happens. And he's like, oh, shit, that was, you know, like that's, I get it. It's just like, I don't know what to do. Let's go, let's go talk about it. But it's not in, in this game. I don't know. Clearly it didn't work and it backfired. And, uh, you know, in the last month of the election, I, I see him doing more stuff like that than like strategic ways of like, you know, just do this for a month and win. But I don't know. Let me know what you think. It could be that they hate him. It could be that they think it's just going to waste people's time so they can, you know, uh, hide their flaws. It could be that they're purposely trying to bury the guy to uh, elevate themselves with the classified documents thing. Obviously, they're hypocrites, but I don't know. It's like when I heard Trump's excuse in the Brett Byer interview, it just to me, like, I just don't believe this stuff anymore. I don't know. I'm not like I see some of my friends like that are in media that obsess around Trump, and it's like, it's like a movie to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my gosh, he got indicted. Oh my gosh, Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Like, and to me, I'm just like, I don't even believe it. And then Trump's like, you know, I could have given back, but I, you know, didn't have time. I was busy and the, you know, I didn't feel like going through the documents. And I'm like, you get what I'm saying? There's certain moments that make me go like, what? I think you're innocent, but what? I don't think you should be charged, but what? That's your excuse? Like, that's really stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what you're saying? I, di- I still think you're innocent, but what? It's the same thing with, like, the vaccine rally or whatever January 6th was. Trump's like, Moderna vaccines, but follow me to the Capitol Patriots, Moderna vaccines. And, like, he's on Twitter. And that's one of those moments where everyone's like, they're, they're like, brainwashed in the, like, I am a follower. I need to go there. And I'm like, That was my what moment was that Trump was just selling too many Moderna vaccines. Like, I'm like, are you following his Twitter? Every other post, it's like the election was stolen, the Moderna vaccine. Follow me to the Capitol, the Moderna vaccine. Wow, the, you know, Moderna vaccine. It's like, I snap out of my programming, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Why is he pushing the Moderna vaccine so heavily? That's, I don't like that. I'm not going to the rally. You know, and people get mad when I do that. But that was, I had another snap out moment when I heard his Brett Byer thing. And he's just like, you know, I just, I just didn't, I was, I was busy. And it's like, bro, if the government's like, yo, you got a month to give these documents back. You got what I'm saying? I'm not going to be like, yeah, I'm busy. It's like, no, get them back, dude. It's a pretty big deal. Um, Another kind of like wake up moment for me was when Trump in the Sean Hannity interview, not the recent one, but like a couple months ago, he said that he got Chris Christie to hire Christopher Ray. Like he uh, you know, Hannity was like, Why did you hire Christopher Ray? I've played it like 30 times because I think it's the most eye-opening video. And Trump's like, I'm an honorable guy. What can I say? I'm an honorable guy. The Democrats liked him. Chris Christie told me to hire him, and I love Chris Christie. I mean, Chris no, and I said, I listen to Chris Christie's advice a lot, and that's okay. That's all right. And I'm like, so you call Chris Christie sloppy on the campaign trail and fat, and he's a loser. But then you get into power and then you try to hire Chris Christie. You get into power and then you listen to Chris Christie's advice for your FBI director. Like, My programming snaps when stuff like this happens and I come to my senses and I'm like, this seems like a clown show to me. I still think he's innocent on these charges. I'm not going to pretend, but it's like today is the day where you just have to say something generic and everyone will pat you on the back. Just be like, I stand with President Trump, and everyone will be like, ee, 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 you know, and like the Mike Lindells of the world can come out and be like, we're going to have a 10,000 hour cyber symposium to slam on the brethren on my pillow, 66% off patriot QAnon code hour. And people are like, oh my gosh, Mike Lindell's a real patriot. And it's like, I just stopped trusting these people. I mean, I'm wise enough to never like listen that much to Mike Lindell. But anyway, he's a pillow. He's a salesman. He's like his whole job is like acting like his stuff's the best thing in the world. So he makes money. But that's fine. Anyway, um, when he said that he said that Ron DeSantis cheated or he thought that he might have cheated in Florida. And I'm like, okay, do you even have proof? And then it was when Trump and DeSantis started beefing. So I'm like, "Does, does Mike Lindell believe anything he says? Or is he just a pillow salesman? Because I, I actually liked Mike Lindell for a while. But the second he said that he thought DeSantis cheated, I know for a fact that if if Trump and DeSantis were best friends and Trump and DeSantis were hanging out and DeSantis was going to be vice president and that same election went down, I know that Mike Lindell wouldn't have said that about DeSantis. He only said that because DeSantis and Trump were beefing. So do you really believe this stuff? Or, or are you just like a opportunist that just pops up like you know Mike Lindell is almost like the uh, the Al Sharpton of you know elections like when election fraud happens he, he shows up and just takes all the you know attention away but he's not even accurate or honorable with it and he's willing to pretty much say whatever and believe whatever cuz he just doesn't care about you know being 100% accurate it is what it is but it's like these are the things that kind of like snap me out of it and all the reason I'm bringing this stuff up is cuz like When it comes to this indictment, it's BS. I mean, they're they're saying he said stuff and that challenged the election. The Democrats did this all 2016. So I say Trump is innocent. That's a ridiculous charge. They're trumping up the charges. But at the same time, when I listen to the classified document stuff, I still wouldn't charge Trump. But it's like he he hangs out with a bunch of clowns. You know what I'm saying? It's like him, Mike Lindell. I don't trust these people anymore. Like I, to me, it's not like the Democrats lie and Trump and Mike Lindell are just so honest. It's like the Democrats are insane. I like Trump and Mike Lindell better, but they're also like pathological liars themselves. And I don't trust them either. So when stuff like this happens, like, yeah, I got your back. You know what I'm saying? You, they're lying about you. the The Democrats are crazy, but like, I don't know. I don't look at these people like heroes or like ethical, you know, honest geniuses. Trump ran around the country pathologically lying for Moderna and Pfizer saying his vaccine saved 100 million lives. No one believes that. Yet Trump still keeps pathologically lying about it. Mike Lindell, he's like a goofy salesman. He's kind of like funny and charming. But I like I'm not going to him for accuracy. He's like your uncle that gets drunk and like, you know, 80 percent of what he says is true. And he just, just shoots off the hip. 20% 20% is like ridiculous, but he doesn't have the self-awareness or self-accountability with too big of like an ego to ever, you know, say it. So <laughs> I don't know. That's just, uh, I probably shouldn't even say this because it's not, it's just how I feel. So let me know what you guys think. I think these charges are nonsense, but at this point, um, I'm going to wrap it up on this note and then I'll read a few comments and if there's any super chat. One, I think the charges are BS. I think they're overstepping. I think the Democrats are hypocrites, and I think that they could charge themselves for doing similar stuff in 2016 because they also challenged the election ex- extremely. They just didn't rally a bunch of people together. Instead, they, you know, did it other ways. But at the same time, when Democrats do burn stuff down, they act like it never happened. So Democrats, I could say this because I don't work for the M- NFL. I'm not a personally. I'm not a fan of January 6th, and I'm not a fan of the Black Lives Matter riots. But the black lives matter riots in my opinion were worse i don't even like january 6 but i think that the blm riots were worse they were deadlier they were more destructive and i think the only reason that they care about january 6 is because it affected elites and rich people instead of poor people and business owners so now all of a sudden they care about it and i understand that it's like more of a problem that they did it to politicians you know on, on like a legal scale but the truth is, I mean, what's what's more elitist than that? If you have a small business owner that got his his business burned down, that doesn't matter because they're not Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. You know what was that guy? The guy who looked like uh, Carl, like from Family Matters, like just looked like a nice, honorable cop that just showed up, David Dorn. You know, David Dorn got murdered in cold blood, but that doesn't matter because he's not a. He's not a, a Capitol Police member. Like, what message does that really send that, it, you know, J- January six matters more than the BLM riots because normal people died during the BLM riots and normal people also died from, from weird circumstances a, on January 6th, but it matters more because it was like our capital that was being infiltrated versus like random people and, and struggling business owners. I feel like the whole thing's elitist. I'm not saying one of them's right and one of them's wrong. I'm just saying... I don't I'm not going to pretend to buy this narrative that January 6th was so much worse just because it affected politicians. I think that's extremely elitist. I don't think January 6th was good, but I I don't I don't like this narrative that like, oh, it's different. It's not different. And Democrats inspire uh, riots also, you know, bigger riots uh, and and proudly. I don't I don't I don't follow the the less narrative around this. With that being said, I don't think they could charge him on that. I think it's a BS charge and it probably won't stand, but maybe it will. I don't know. Two, um, I don't know. It's hard for me to like really see the Republican Party as the victim. I, I I wish I could, but I needed help in 2020. Millions of business owners needed help in 2020. Yeah, they got government loans and stuff, but mostly, you know, I, I feel betrayed by the Republican Party and Trump. Trump wore the mask after five months. He could have really took a stand. He wore a mask and I remember from that day on, I was like Democrats are gonna screw us. He extended the lockdown orders. He did socialism to fund the vaccine and then bragged about it for two years after even Ben Shapiro admitted it wasn't that cool. Like Trump is the father of the vaccine. The reason he lies pathologically about it more than Bill Gates, more than Ben Shapiro, more than Vivek Ramaswamy, more than any liberal at this point, even like liberals don't even think it's that great. Uh, Trump thinks the vaccine is better than anybody thinks it's why. why? Because he's the father of it. He funded it. He rushed it. He was, he was working with it before the lockdowns even happened. He's in on it completely. So, you know, all I'm saying is I don't, I just don't see him as like this innocent victim. I'll have his back when they falsely charge him. Just like with Andrew Tate. It's like, I think that they're trumping up charges on him and I think he's innocent. Um, and Andrew Tate, I actually like better than Trump because Andrew Tate is way better on COVID rhetoric than Trump is. But anyway, long story short. It's like if if you run on draining the swamp and you don't drain the swamp, you hire the swamp, you brag about the swamp, you give them jobs, you run around selling their vaccine from 2 years, you are the establishment. I don't I don't I don't see it like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe they're coming for you." Of course they are. You talk shit about everybody, then you hire the people you talk shit about. You know, you talk shit about Chris Christie, but then you try to hire him. You talk shit about Chris Christie, but then you hire his FBI director. Like, how long is this going to last? You can't lead. That's not like a It's not not an effective way of leading. And I think the January 6th was like the culmination of all that is like everybody, his biggest supporters think he has a secret plan. The reason they think he has a secret plan is because if you look at reality in 2020, there is no real plan. So there's two options. You either have to wake up out of your slumber and say, hey, Trump's better than Biden. I'm still going to vote for Trump. But he does seem a little aimless and I'm not quite sure where this is going. Or you just lie to yourself and say, oh no, he must have a plan that I can't see. And that's the real plan. And that's what people have to tell themselves when they don't look up and see a plan. So at the end of all of the attempts, I I, I use the term Hail Mary for a reason. And I don't hear a lot of people saying this because it's a scary thing to say. In conservative media, you gotta just be a parrot and say like what people want you to say or else they'll cry just like Democrats. But what I'm trying to say is like at the end of a game, There's a play called a Hail Mary, okay? Even if you love the team, and I wanted Republicans to win the election, the Hail Mary is not an ideal play. You only do a Hail Mary if you're losing and there's no time left, and you just have to throw it as far as you possibly can and hope a wide receiver catches it. It's like the lowest percentage play possible, but it works sometimes, and you do it when you're desperate. That's what January 6th was, and and the Mike Pence saying that he was going to change the election or he could send the electorates. It's a Hail Mary. It's not your first choice. It's not your second choice. They wanted the courts. They wanted the electors to do this. They wanted to win on paper. They, you know, they wanted a million things, but they ran out of time. And then that's all they had was the Hail Mary. So they tried a last second attempt and it didn't work. You know what I'm saying? It was like, we don't have anything else to do. Let's just try this. And it backfired tremendously. But it's like, it was a hail mary it was a desperate attempt uh, at all costs to just try whatever and in this world you don't want to do that i don't i don't know what to say but it's like when you're playing when the stakes are this high i don't know i would like to think about it a little more but other people don't want to um and to be fair you know i'm not saying this is right but to be fair I personally think that COVID played a large role in January 6th also because, first of all, everybody's locked inside their house. They're getting treated like animals and slaves and criminals for the crime of like being a human being that breathes air without Fauci's permission. So everybody's already kind of wound up because they've been inside the house for four months. And then Democrats do their little like, you know, little riot, evil riot thing. And they're like, you, you know, you guys could go out of the house if you burn down your neighborhood for George Floyd. And then Democrats, like, got it out of their system. I'm not saying it's right. I don't I do not do that. I'm not a psychopath. I don't just burn stuff down to, like, get out of my system. I'm, I'm trying to, like, play sports and work out. But the Democrats had their moment. You know what I'm saying? I believe that they were let out to be like, go, you know, go blow off some steam and go do it. And the Democrats, like, uh, and for, like, a month, you know, and then they, like, went back inside and they're like, okay, now I'll wear my mask. I, I got my George Floyd riot out. Now I'll wear my mask and get my vaccine you know, the Democrats got to blow off steam and burn down all the major cities. That's not good. I would never allow that, but that's just the truth. Uh, and then, you know, I feel like Republicans were feeling all jacked up because of the election. And, you know, I'm not going to say I knew it was happening on January 6th because I didn't. I thought it was just going to be a Trump rally, to be honest. I thought he was going to be like, my vaccine saved the world. Mike Pence is a douchebag. Let's all be mad. OK, see you guys. And then he's going to go back to Mar-a-Lago I had no idea that was all going to transpire. I just thought it was going to be like a crazy rally or, you know, people were going to cry. Um, with that being said, you know, I do think it was a setup. And with that being said too, I think Republicans saw how the Democrats acted and they felt like it was okay to kind of be wild. You know, they're like, we just watched Democrats be wild all over the cities. You know, we want to be a little wild today. And, there are double standards in this country. And I do believe, honestly, some Democrats did get charged. Others got money. Some of the cities gave them money. It's like, imagine if you just got money for like protesting, it's crazy stuff. But, you know, I do think that the COVID lockdowns and the psychology behind the BLM riots, I do think it played a role in the, what is now known as the January 6th setup to some extent. Uh, you know, like, Almost like it was psychological, like they did it. Well, now you go, you go freak out. You know what I'm saying? Like you go have a little freak out. And for the most part, most people were freaking out respectfully. There was only a select few that freaked out uh, crazily. You know, um, and that always happens at protests. I mean, I'm not saying it's right, but you know, there there's been like people walking in front of cars, people pushing this. This has happened before. I guess it, what makes it iconic is just the fact that you know it just was huge. And then it got bad and people went in the Capitol and some people broke a window, you know, some people went in like Pelosi's office. Like it got, it just got like sloppy, you know, it was like a protest turned into like a sloppy half-assed semi-riot. I don't know. It, someone said respectful freak out. Well, I'm just saying like 99% of people on January 6th didn't do anything. Some of the people getting charged, they just like walked through with police escorts other people did stupid shit and i do want to say to people i'm not saying it's right i always have somebody's back when they do something wrong but just think about what you're doing because you know i don't know if i'm at january 6th i'm not going in the Capitol. i'm not standing there like that's just i it, to me it just like reeks of like a setup I don't know. Some people just want attention, though. Some people, they, they want to have a moment. And it's like, just watch out, dude. The Democrats don't play. They're trying to set you up. They're trying to catch you slipping. Um, think about it. Because, you know, they play off the bravado sometimes. They play off of Republicans' bravado. You know, like people love to be like, oh, I'm going to take the country back. And then it's like, you know, next thing you know, the feds are at your door. So it's just like, be very wise with what you're saying. Don't say things that can be perceived as, you know, I, that's just my opinion. You have the freedom of speech, but just tread carefully because, you know, I I always think of my mom, honestly, because like my mom was like a very uh, hard, hardcore mom, I would say like she was not nice in a way of like very strict is what I'm trying to say. I love my mom, but very strict. She's the type she'd always tell me, if you go here, don't do this. If you go here, don't do that. If you go to your friend's house, make the bed. And when I would go to my friend's house, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd make the bed and they'd say no one's ever done that before. No kid your age has made the bed, but I'm like, my mom like would scream at me if I didn't do it. So like my mom, I used to think my mom was mean. Now when I grow up, you know, I think she's smart. And it's, it's one of those things. Like if I was a teenager, even at my adult life and I said, Hey mom, I'm going to this protest or whatever. My mom would be like, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do th-. You know what I'm saying? Like where I have that like mechanism in me. I'm not saying just cause of my mom, but it's like, I go to protests, I go to rallies, but like, I'll go to a rally and a protest and I'll have a great experience and then I'll find out that someone punched somebody in the face like 10 feet from me and I didn't even see it and it was like this whole thing and it's one of those things where sometimes things happen naturally organically things happen you have to defend yourself I respect those people but at the same time sometimes just like Antifa goes looking for trouble there's Republicans who go looking for trouble they go to these events looking for it they go good they go to these events looking for problems and then they find problems and then they're like dang i can't believe that happened so not saying every that happened to everyone but that's you know my adult message to people is just like you know think twice before you do this stuff because just like there's programming on the left wing there's programming on the right wing and they're trying to like wind you up and make you do things and be like go here and be mad and it's like anyone telling you to be angry is not your friend okay I watch mixed martial arts. I watch boxing. They're not angry. None of the best fighters are angry. Why? You can't be angry in a fight. If you're angry while you're fighting, you're not strategic and you lose. You get punched in the face, you lose. You get what I'm saying? So long story short, anybody that's like, be angry, be pissed off, buy my merchandise, be pissed, buy my merchandise. It's like, no, dude, don't be angry. Don't be so angry that you're emotional and you lose it for a day and you freak out. You know, and I'm going to say this, too. Uh, this is super unpopular, and I'm not saying it's right because it's absolutely not right. But, you know, the, the video where that woman was shot, it's not right. I'm not saying it's right. The cop should have used restraint. She, it looked like she climbed through a broken window like why are you climbing through a broken window i'm not saying that justifies it it doesn't you know what i'm saying like if you do this and someone does this it doesn't justify what happened i think that the police officer could have used more restraint obviously it didn't look bad at all and he just quick was to pull the trigger but the thing is, it's like, it's also a stupid move to jump through a broken window at a protest in, in into a room with a cop standing there. Like, that's a stupid thing to do. And I'm sorry, but anyone who tells you otherwise doesn't love you or like you, they probably want to get you killed. The same way, you know, Democrats tell liberals and people like, oh, do this. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, and it's like, no, that's that's a dumb thing. You know, a lot of these big riot incidences are people that just can't listen to the cops. And I know that sometimes they're corrupt, but it's like, you don't want to run away. You don't want to jump through broken windows. Like, this is not things you want to do. You know, when, and, and when we say this to Democrats, they call you racist and it's not racist. It's just like, no, this is telling kids and telling the youth wise. If you get pulled over, do this. I've been stupid when I was 17. I'm 33. Now my 17 year old self, I was doing stupid crap. And I don't tell my 17 year old self because I'm a hypocrite. It's just like, I'm wiser now. And I want to lead the youth in a path where I wasn't led. I, I don't want to have the same approach that I had when I was younger. Um, someone said, careful. It's the truth though. You said unarmed, come on. I just said that the cop made a mistake, but it's all, like, if, if you want to just go tell people it's fine to jump through broken windows and it's fine to run, run into rooms like that. It's not, it's stupid. That's the truth. It's stupid. Okay. It's dumb. But if you don't want to say that, you know, damn well, if if the roles were reversed and it was a Democrat who did that, you would be saying exactly what I'm saying because you believe it. So it's just the truth. You know, if I was telling my brother or I was telling a family member or I was telling a friend, that's the advice I would give them. I wouldn't say, oh, go do it. And then, you know, see what happens. It's like, no, there's going to be, you know, you don't at a point like that, you don't want to escalate the situation and put yourself in a dangerous position. Like unless you want something like that to happen, I don't know. If I took a boxing match, it's dangerous. I could break my thumb. I could hit my head. You know, like I know the danger I'm getting into, but there is a certain level of danger. At an event like this, you got to ask yourself what you want. What are you there for? What are you trying to get out of that? If you do get through, what's the pro of getting through? What's in the next room that's so important to get in? You know what I'm saying? Like what what is you being there going to change? How is that going to save the election? How is that going to stop Mike Pence? It's not going to do anything. It's a stupid move. But, you know, you can't say that because the same reason you can't say, with George Floyd, you can't say that he was on fentanyl or whatever. It's like, that's the societal, you know, it's like, if you say that you're ruined in, in like liberal culture forever, but many have, and I don't, you know, I'm not an expert on a toxicology or anything. So it's not really something I, I harp on. Cause I've, I only know what I'm told. I only know what I've read. I know that people rioted and they used it as like a whole thing. And then they fundraised off it and now they barely talk about it. Uh, I, you know, It is what it is, but yeah, someone said it's patriotic. I'm one person. This is my opinion. You know, I go to protests sometimes. I'm not a coward. I'm not afraid of stuff, but I'm not a provocateur. I I don't go to a protest to get in a fight with someone. I I don't need to do that. I'm 6'3". I'm strong. I'm athletic. I'm a good fighter. You know what I'm saying? But like, I'm not going to a protest to fight. I'm not going to a protest to beef with Antifa. That's not what I'm going for some people go for that reason. Sometimes it's like they attack you and you can't help it. Others, they look for it. Like when the Proud Boys and Antifa would go to Portland and they do this and that, it was kind of like a, you know I'm saying? Like flex the muscles sort of thing. Like, you know, I'm going to show up, you show up, let's do the damn thing. Like I get it. You know, you do have to defend yourself, but at a certain point it is what it is. Like some people, that's, that's what they're going for. You know? with trump and the whole thing like that's another thing i don't think he should be charged i think he's innocent but what was he hoping to do you know what i'm saying like what did that's just my question i'm a very pragmatic person like if i go somewhere i ask myself why would i fly this is my real thought process i've I've said this before but like I'm not a professional activist, right? Some people go to events, they wanna be like the next, you know, like Al Sharpton, or they wanna be the next like Leo DiCaprio or the right wing version of this or that. And some people are really good at it and some people help. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just saying myself, I'm not a professional activist. I'm not gonna fly to to, to Washington DC, wear a mask. At that time you had to wear a mask on a plane. Wear a mask on a plane for five hours from California to Washington, DC, take a five, six hour plane ride, wear a mask, be forced to wear a mask, or else I couldn't go, take my mask off, march in the streets to take selfies of myself and tell myself and tell my supporters how great I am, and then get back on the plane and wear a mask and spend a thousand dollars and fly back to California with my mask on. To me, that's what I would have done on January 6th. And every single person that flew there wore a mask on their airplane. So the real activism, in my opinion was a bunch of people getting on a plane and not wearing a mask. Like ending the mask mandate is just as important as that. But people don't do that. They put their mask on, they take it off, they take a selfie at the Capitol, then they go. I'm not saying everyone did that, but a lot of it is that. I know, you know, when I go to protest, I show up, I do this. It's also good content, right? You get good content, you get good interviews, you get a good moment, you take a picture, you feel like you're doing something. I'm not knocking it, I just don't wanna do it. I didn't wanna do it then. Um, long story short that's what i told that that's why i'm just wondering like with trump i'm not saying he's guilty i think he's innocent i don't think he did anything illegal he's just like skirting the lines and kind of like swinging his dick a little bit but like my question is if you're going to stand on the capitol or wherever he stood outside the capitol do this event say you know take shots at mike pence etc like what did you hope was going to happen because like did this is just a question did Trump think that Mike Pence was really going to overturn the election? I don't think he thought that, you know, did, do I think that Trump thought that Mike Pence would send the electorates back to Pennsylvania and other states? I, I don't think he thought he was going to do that. So what did Trump think? That's the thing. Let me know what you think. What do you think he thought he was going to get out of that protest? Even if nothing happened, right? Nobody went to the Capitol. None of this bad stuff happened. Like everything was just like, you know, a hangout, a Trump rally and everyone went home. What do you think that Trump thought was going to happen? Because I'm not sure. I, it's a great question for a journalist to ask him, because only only he would know. Like, what what did you did you really think that that was going to happen? And if not, then why do it? Like, what was the purpose of it? Just to do it? You know, you have the um, you have the right to peacefully protest. You have the right to you know take that space. So why not use it? Maybe maybe it's just like one one of that thing. Um, someone said the FBI should prosecute themselves. They should definitely hold themselves to the same standard that they hold everyone else. You know, they've had some agents and people do some really messed up stuff, and it doesn't seem like they care as much. Um, you know, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm not a, a, a person that's gonna look down on other people. Like, I think people are getting a crazy raw deal. I really do. Uh, I feel terrible for people that got suckered into that. I feel terrible for people that didn't think that that was gonna happen. I feel terrible for people that did that on that day and now look back at it like, yeah, I should, probably shouldn't have done that, even though it wasn't that bad. Um, I just want people to think think about stuff. That's just my view. You're not going to hear this on every show because it's way easier to just say the, you know, it's like say the phrase and then you'll get patted on the back. Like R- Vivek Ramaswamy, you know, I created this nickname. I know DC Drano is using it. That's fine. My nicknames are free for everyone, but, uh, you know, everybody knows who invented it. I call Vivek Ramaswamy the chat GPT uh, conservative. He's like chat GPT. Type into chat GPT what conservatives want to hear. And then just that's Vivek. Like he'll say everything. And he's a great politician. I I think he's great. I think he's going to rise the ranks and be a superstar one day. But that's just what it is. Is like he knows exactly what to say. So today, what is Vivek going to say? He's going to say what you want him to say. You know what I'm saying? That's what he's going to say. He's going to say exactly what every Trump supporter wants to say. I don't even have to go to his Twitter. Let me just guess what he's going to say. The FBI is really corrupt, and you know, blah blah blah. Like, I already know he's saying what Chat GPT would say. What does a Trump supporter want to hear exactly on this day? What would be the perfect thing to say for no one to be mad at you and everyone to pat you on the back? And I'm not doing it to be a contrarian, I'm just saying I have a lot of thoughts about this stuff because when I just get into a one track mind that's that's how i feel about this stuff i feel like they're getting people into a one track mind you know what i'm saying like and now when i talk to people on the right they sound like they're just like pull string dolls like they have like one of five phrases like bleh, 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 bleh. the election was stolen and you're like well how was it stolen? like blah blah blah, and like you know it's like this is a, and like they just they're, they're just so predictable but it's like it, it's a nuanced conversation where it's like okay so if the mass mail-in ballots was pro- part of the fraud um do you know that the Republicans played into it for three or four months? Like they signed the bills to allow the Democrats to have the funding and power to do that stuff. You you get what I'm saying? Like all these emergencies and all these declarations and all these COVID bills. And and if you read the CARES Act, the reason I talk about it so much, it's, it's way more than just giving out trillions of dollars. I think sometimes people think like I'm just being petty and they're like, we had to print trillions of dollars. We always print trillions of dollars. Sure. But the COVID CARES Act, it basically guaranteed we were screwed. You know what I'm saying? It was like, if you do this, give the hospitals this money. The tests go here. Like the whole infrastructure of the COVID prison scam that they schemed everybody with and treated you like a prisoner for two years. Everything the Democrats did was created by the CARES Act. Most of it was created by that. So it's like the Republicans create the infrastructure for the Democrats to scam you. The Democrats scam you and then the Republicans run their base around and they're like, oh, the election was stolen from us. We're victims. Ah, and everyone's like, this is how I see it. "Ah." And I'm I'm just thinking to myself, like, I don't think that the 2020 election was 100 percent fair and I could point to ways that I think it's it's not. But I can be accurate with it and not just like loose with it. But people don't want accuracy. They want Mike Lindell spending 70 hours gaslighting people and doing some true, some lie. like Mike's the type of person. He'll just like believe whatever. Be like Mike, I have evidence that they China did to do. You know, like that's the energy of it. It's not strategic. It's just like whatever. It is what it is. But, it, you know, that's just not the person I am. People, people think I do it to be edgy or to be contrarian. I, I'm just not a follower. Some loser that I blocked before on on Twitter, I think he's like a failed politician turned like reply guy. He just like replies to everybody's comments to get clout all the time. You know, he he was, and I don't care. I'm just, I'm just responding to criticism because I'm a human being, human being, 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 no, I'm just kidding. It's like Mark Zuckerberg, you know, he's like, I'm human being. I am just like you, me and you, we are similar species. (laughs) I just thought about that when I call myself a human, like that's such a weird thing to do. You're like, I'm a human. Uh, But anyway, This guy was like, you know, Anomaly, you're such a fence sitter. And I'm like, I'm actually not a fence sitter. One, I do try to do like accurate journalism when I'm doing reporting, I like to be accurate. And here's my thoughts about all this stuff. If you're going to be the truth, be the truth. You can't say, well, Democrats are lying, so I'm going to lie 30% of the time because that's better than them. That's most Republicans. They have no problem lying, and if you could catch them lying, they'll make excuses for why they lied. It's insane to me. If you could catch, like I did an article and I messed up, what do you think I did? I ran to the article as soon as possible to correct it. I'm not trying to put out fake information. I'm trying to be accurate. I want my news company to be the most accurate news. When you go to streamware.com, I want you to read it, see the sources and be like, damn, this is a good article. This isn't just like a chat GPT made article. Anomaly spent his time. This, he, He's showing me the proof. I, you know, That's why my videos got so big. I'll give people my secret. It's because people could watch it and they knew I was telling the truth because I showed the proof of it and I I showed my argument not just blabbering but like showing source 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 so it's like dang he had he had 15 different sources he had left-wing sources right-wing sources it makes it more credible when you don't just tell people believe me because I'm a smart guy you show them where it's like you can be you could do it too you know here's the information I know you're smart you can figure it out but long story short um that's what I see with the Republicans. And I I understand nobody's perfect, right? Everybody makes mistakes. I'm not asking people to be perfect, but if you're going to try to be the truth, try to be the truth. I hate this like, well, I lied, but that's cool because Democrats lie more. And now I'm fraud, but they're bigger frauds. And it's like, to me, that's so gross. Everyone's going to make mistakes. Everyone's going to mess up, but try to be, try to be the real deal. Don't, don't settle for like, you know, fake junior just because they're fake junior junior. You're like, I'll take a double whopper. They're just a whopper. It's like, I, I don't, I don't see the, like, you know, it's like, well, Mike Lindell does this, but he's, it's like, whatever. You know, that guy was on a plane saying I'm hundred tr- percent Trump's back in the white house. That's not true. You know what I'm saying? Like he has no problem exploiting MAGA and people have give him this thing of authority. And he's willing to just like pretty much, you know, exaggerate constantly because he's the guy. And it's like, to me, that's just, it's wicked. It's like, he's not a bad guy per se. I think he's, he means well, but it's like, bro, you're in a position of power don't don't use it in this way cuz people like people believe when you're on a plane and you say Trump's going to be there for sure 100% people believe it cuz you hang out with Trump they don't know that you're willing to look into the camera and and exaggerate like they they don't think you're that guy but someone said who's saying it's okay to lie well i just think that Republicans are are just like sloppy, you know, I'll give you an example. Okay. There's a bill that I, I covered it a little bit yesterday. I did an article on, but there's a bill in Illinois that was signed by J.B. Pritzker. Uh, he looks like a, he looks like a big, like circus. Like he looks like, he looks like he owns a circus. J.B. Pritzker. Is that where he comes from or no? Like he looks like the big guy. He just walks out. He's like, he waddles out. He's like, Hey, They're like, who are you? He's like, ah, I'm Barnum Bailey. I own this place. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I don't know where he's from. The Illinois, he signed a bill and the bill says that non-U.S. citizens can vote in elections. Okay, that's a scandal in itself. Non-citizens, I'm sorry, non-citizens can be police officers. I messed up. Non-citizens can be police officers. That's a scandal. That's crazy. I disagree with it completely. You should have to be a citizen to be a police officer. But then you have, no offense, love Lauren Boebert, but just what it is, she's going on Twitter saying illegal immigrants can do this, illegal immigrants can do that, and then people start exaggerating more. Criminals can do this, illegal immigrants with a criminal record do that, and it's like, (coughs) the truth is, non-U.S. citizens, I'm not saying that, like, I understand that they should be illegal, but there are Millions of people with work visas that aren't citizens. Like there's millions of people in this country that have a work visa and they're legal in this country. They just don't have a citizenship. They're not illegal. Even under Trump, they're legal. You get what I'm saying? Um, And those are the people that could be police officers. That's the truth. It's bad enough. I don't think non-citizens legal or not should be able to be police officers, but that's the truth. Republicans don't tell the truth. This is how it works. Democrats do something insane. Republicans exaggerate about it. They keep regurgitating the exaggeration. It gets exaggerated further and further. Then the Democrats fact check you and make you look stupid. And it just creates this like made up world where everybody's wrong. And it's just it's sloppy. Someone says exactly right. Tell, lead with the truth. They, they still might take your money. They still might fact check you, but be the truth. If you want to be the truth, be the truth. Tell the true story. Republicans feel like they don't have to tell the truth because the left is so crazy that they know they could just say whatever and they'll tell themselves, well, I'm more ethical than them, which is probably true. But it's just, you know, it's creating this fake world. And to me, living in this world, seeing these people... I'm convinced most Republicans uh, are, are like celebrities now and they don't give a shit about you. I don't think all these people, like you think they care about you? I think they're making so much money, getting so famous, getting so successful, getting to do like $50,000 speeches. I don't think they give a crap about you. I don't even, I don't even think they think about you. I think they just go through the motions. And when you're told, oh, you're so great, you're so great, you're so great. Like these people are so like wound up in their own head. It's like they, they wouldn't even notice if you disappeared, you know, just look at what happened during 2020. Like how many elitists, this is one thing that I'll never forget. I understand that Trump wasn't worse than Gavin Newsom or anything during the pandemic, but I lived through the pandemic and I watched how Trump spoke. And I remember when he turned and he said that he wanted to extend the 15 days, his whole demeanor changed. He acted like he didn't give a shit about me. I'm stuck in my house in a, in a, in a state. And he's like, I'm going to fly jets over your head. And I'm like, dude, I don't give a shit about a jet parade. You know, I can't leave my house and go to a gym and you're flying jets over my head. Like he's an elitist. He doesn't give a crap about me. He didn't give a crap about you. He gets to speak. He gets to hang out. He gets to go to the gym. He gets to golf. He gets to do anything. He's on television. He gets to go to the helicopter. He gets to travel. We can't do any of that, but he doesn't even talk about it because he can do all that stuff. It's very elitist. And I saw that energy all 2020. And I feel like that's most of the Republican Party now. Like all of these idols that people have in politics and media, it's like they they basically just put on their yee cowboy speech. And that's why it's coming off less and less authentic now because they put on their hat and just say like, yeehaw MAGA, you know, the election was stolen, like whatever they go through the chat, GPT talking points, like here's what they want to hear and then clap, 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 and they're on to the next thing. Like, There's not a lot of critical thinking skills going on now because it's almost like we don't have to think critically anymore because the left is so crazy, so let's just beat on them. But it's like, you know, I get it, but that's how I view it. Um, and that's why I do what I do. I don't, I'm not a fence sitter. If, if Trump says one thing and DeSantis says one thing, and I think they're both lying, and you say pick a side, I'm not going to just say, well, I'm going to repeat this lie and I know it's wrong, but I like Trump, so I'm going to repeat it. Or I like DeSantis, so I'm going to repeat it. Like people want me to do that. They're like, why don't you endorse DeSantis? I, I'm i not endorsing anybody because when you endorse somebody, then you just become a cheerleader and a fan and a like a political operative. Most Republican media figures at this point are just political operatives pretending to be media figures. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not acting like they're all working for feds or anything. It's just like, One of these things where like they're so in with a political campaign, they're not unbiased news analysts. They're not telling you what they think. You think people, you know, I don't want to name names and I'm not trying to get myself in trouble. But there's people that I know for a fact, they know that they're lying. They know that they're gaslighting. They know that they have double standards for Trump and DeSantis. They know it. They know that I know that they know. That's why they don't say shit. And they just keep doing it. Like they know they're lying because they're part of the campaign secretly secretly. Like they're like, I've endorsed him. I like him. I want him. And that's who I am right now. That's fine. You could do that. But if, if that prevents you from telling the truth, then you're not, you're not, a, you're not the real deal. You're another fake. You know. I told people I'm not endorsing Ron DeSantis, but if the election were tomorrow, I'd vote for him. That's the truth. But here, here's why I don't endorse him and why I'm not like a fanboy is because if DeSantis does 50 whack things in the next week, I'm I don't have to act like I like it. His campaign doesn't do shit for me. They won't even let me, you know, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, uh, interview him. I'd love to interview DeSantis or Trump. Nobody lets me interview these people. They don't do shit for me. But anyway, even if they did. I'm not going to do this stuff for him. Probably that's why I don't get the interviews because it's like even if I like you today and I want to vote for you, I'm trying to do news analysis, video journalism. If DeSantis comes out and does 20 stupid things next week, I don't have to pretend like it's amazing. But if you're, if you're a political operative for Trump, pretending like you're a conservative news analyst, which is like all these people, um, and Trump does 50 things that you don't like, you're not allowed to say it. You can't say it cuz you lose your golden seat at Mar-a-Lago. You lose the little Trump, you know, giving him giving you your book and getting you to sell it on your Instagram page. You lose the helicopter rides, you lose the Palm Beach hangouts and the golf trips, and people don't want to lose that. Why dude, if you know Donald Trump, he's his properties are sick, dude. His his hotel in DC was probably one of the coolest hotels I've ever been in my life. And I've been to some nice hotels. Trump is a boss. He's a, he, he's rich as hell. And his properties are epic. Like, it's amazing. So you can't be a journalist. Like, I, I know for a fact, people like DC drain and David Harris, like, I, I'm just gonna say, do, do you think if they reported against Trump and his vaccine stuff a little aggressively and said, hey, I like Trump at this? Do you think that they think that they might lose their seat at the table? I'm not gonna say for sure. It's their life. It's their world. But I think they know how petty Trump is, and if you ever challenge Trump even a little bit, you know, he'll cut you off in a second. So I think that you're almost pigeonholed by your support. You're not allowed to do that reporting. If DeSantis does something, you could talk about it. If Trump does the same thing, you can't talk about it. If Vivek Ramaswamy sold the vaccine too much, you can cry about it on Twitter, but if Trump did 10 times worse, you gotta act like it never happened. Like, that's the world you gotta live in. And there's a lot of DeSantis grifters too, where it's basically like their head so far up his ass, that they they don't do reporting. They just do like you know, their whole page is like DeSantis, DeSantis, DeSantis. Oh my gosh, he just ate ice cream. It's like, this is not real life, you know. This is not this is not news reporting. All I'm saying is there's a place for everybody, but most people think they're watching conservative media and conservative news analysis, and they're watching political operatives who are basically just making a cash cow off of supporting one candidate. I'm not that. I'm doing news analysis. Video journalism, my honest opinion, if DeSantis does something tomorrow that I don't like, I could flip my vote in a second. I'm not fence-sitting. It's just I don't believe that Trump or DeSantis are trustworthy. I don't trust either of them, you know? It's not like I trust DeSantis. Why would I trust DeSantis? You know, like, but then people who say that, they're like, yeah, Anomaly gets it. He doesn't trust DeSantis. I don't trust Trump either. I'm not fence-sitting. A man who says that the COVID mRNA shots that he helped fund with a socialist scam saved 100 million lives, Trump is not to be trusted. He will pathologically lie to your face about something that he knows he's lying about and nobody calls him out on it. I don't trust him either. Why would I? You're stupid if you trust either of them. It's not fence sitting, that's politics, you know? These are not it's not your uncle at a barbecue you haven't seen in 10 years. It's it's uh, it's politicians. You know what I'm saying? It's a very grimy, slimy industry. That's why Vivek in my opinion, he'll be a great politician. He's a great salesman you know what i'm saying like he's the one who comes to your house with nice white teeth and a smile hey i want the vaccine <laughs> oh my god no i'm just kidding you know vivek's a great say. He, he, you come, you go you go to the honda lot hey this baby will get you a hundred miles and he smiles at you like a shark and you're like dang that guy's that nice teeth he's a nice guy like, hey, i'll text you later <laughs> you know and then you drive off the lot and you're like wait Did that guy even like me or was he just trying to sell this? And you're like, dude, I'm not saying he hates you, but his job is to sell the car. If he sells the car, he gets a bonus, you know? That's what politics is like professional middleman. It's like professional bullshitter. You know, who's the better bullshitter? It just is that. Trump crushed all these people because he's a better bullshitter and he's, he's funny. Trump is hilarious. You know, like Trump on a stage in 2016 with Jeb Bush, it just wasn't fair. Jeb Bush is playing kick t-ball and trump's dunking him on him you know like trump is hilarious trump is a comedian like and trump is very smooth too you know he's like a he's a, he's a very entertaining engaging speaker he's very alpha he knows how to shake hands he'll pull you over you know he'll point at you like he's a he's a, a talented public speaker uh vivek talented speaker doesn't mean i have to trust i'm not a hater if i don't trust him i'm not a sitter if i don't trust him i just don't trust them it's like you know. Doesn't mean I hate the guy. I don't hate the guy. He's just a big, he's a big pharma CEO. After we had one of the biggest pharma scams in modern history. And you expect me to slurp over a pharma CEO over a governor who hired an outside doctor to fight big pharma. There's no world that I'm going to like Vivek more than DeSantis because Vivek was in big pharma when we needed him. And DeSantis actually did a few things on top of the things he didn't do. Like DeSantis walked the walk on 20 tablets that, that, that uh, Vivek just talks about. Will he do it? Maybe. I don't know. I'd vote for Vivek over like beta O'Rourke or something. You know, like if there's an election in my town and it's like Be- beta O'Rourke or Vivek Ramaswamy, I'm gonna vote for Vivek. But it doesn't mean I have to trust him I don't trust Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz sucks. You know, I, everybody's like, oh, he's a co-. he's not even a constitutionalist. He's just like a just like a filling up space, just like making jokes. People are like, Ted Cruz is so funny. Dude, if you think Ted Cruz is funny, you got to you got to like turn off TPUSA and like watch it. Go to like a comedy store. Ted Cruz is not funny. Like he's funny compared to like Mike Pence. You get what I'm saying? It's like all perspective. Like Mitt Romney comes out. and He's like, I like hot dogs. I'm Mitt Romney and I love hot dogs. It's my favorite meat. And you're like, are you okay, dude? Like is, is like if I ever talked to Mitt Romney and did an interview, I'd be like, are you all right, bro? What do you mean? Like, are you all right? I'm great. Thanks for asking. How are you? Why do you talk like that, dude? That's not normal. Like, no one talks like that. No one, you know, like, why do you, like, or how long have you been acting this way? Because, like, that's not natural. Like, no one, no one acts that way normally. You know what I'm saying? Unless you have, like, Asperger's or something. And I'm not making fun of people with Asperger's. Uh, there's some really cool people with Asperger's. I'm just saying, like, no one acts naturally like politicians act. Like, when I'm president, I'm going to act like this. And, uh, and everyone's like, and it's like, no one talks like that. Like, nobody talks like that normally. So, like, at what point they had to, like, stand in a mirror and, and, like, figure out who they were going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, they weren't a cool guy, and they are like, this is who I am now. And everyone's like, that's really authentic. It's like they talk like someone jammed a stick up their ass. You know what I'm saying? And then they just stand up straight, and they're like, "I, I something's weird about how politicians talk. I've always thought, even Bar- Barack Obama, he's like, okay, I'm Barack Obama, and, like, you put Obama next to Mitt Romney, and Obama looks like, you know, Charles Barkley, but Obama doesn't sound very honest either, Obama's a good salesman, Obama's like a Vivek Ramaswamy, that's why I call Vivek Ramaswamy the right-wing Obama, because, like, but Vivek's actually better than Obama, in my opinion, like, when it comes to, like, talent of how to, like, talk, Vivek's better than Obama, but, like, Obama's, Way better than like McCain or Romney, but if you listen to Obama, he's not that. He's not authentic. He's like, okay. I don't like this. Okay, I don't want to take away. Like okay, like it's just like it's all like weird. You know, he's he's weird. that's why no one listens to his podcast. People don't even like Obama that much anymore. It's like everyone knows like he's just whatever. Um, you know, so you put Trump on a stage with someone like that, it's like whoa, this guy's way better. You put Obama next to that guy, whoa, this. Guy. You put Vivek next to the guy, it's like whoa, this guy's the best. Yeah. Of course, next to these people, he sounds amazing. But they all sound so weird. The one percent, one Bernie Sanders, and the one percent, it's co-op. The one percent is co-op. The one percent is co-op. And I'm like, you know, I believed it for a while. I was like, I mean, Bernie's not a Democrat. He's not a Republican. I thought he was a. I thought he was an outsider. You know, he kind of tricked me because I, I got so caught into like not liking Hillary Clinton that you just like the opponent. You know what I'm saying? You ever watch like a? like a, a fight where you just like, don't like someone, you know, it's like Khabib versus Connor. Some people like one person, but they didn't like the other person. So they just rooted for someone to beat Connor or whatever. It's like, that's like Bernie with me. I think he caught me at a young age. Cause like, I just knew like, my soul told me that Hillary Clinton was not it. Plus I wasn't stupid. Like I knew, I knew Hillary Clinton. Like I, I just knew about that. And I was like, nah, that's not it. And Bernie, I think the reason that he appealed to me at first was because I didn't know who he was. I wasn't I wasn't like watching C-SPAN, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Bernie Sanders. Who's Bernie Sanders? To me, he's like an outsider, you know? Like, who's this guy? The one the percent is co-op, Bernie Sanders. Okay, I'm good. I never worked in my life, but I'm going to tax you a lot of money, but it's going to give the elites. <laughs> and then, like, it took me like a couple months. I mean, probably a year, really, because, like, I, I got in early – and then, like you know, after he caved and flopped, I just I realized he was fake because like everything he said on the campaign trail, he just like started doing the opposite. He's like, "I gotta fight the establishment," and then like three months later, he's like, "I work for the establishment." <laughs> I was like, "I thought we were fighting the establishment, bro. I thought we were fighting. I thought we were fighting these people." And like he's like, "Ooh, no, we're we're gonna endorse. We're gonna endorse them now." I was like, "This guy sucks." Everybody, there's a lot of people who still believe Bernie Sanders, and I'm like, bro, it took me like two to like three months to realize he was fake. And then like, I gave him like leeway for like a year. You know what I'm saying? Like you give someone a year and it's like, if you figure it out, you can come back and I'll like you again. And he didn't do that with Trump. You know, he's talking shit. I liked him pretty quick. I was like, Oh, like maybe he's the outsider. This is kind of outside it. He's better than Hillary, whatever. You know, I figured that out. And then even with Trump, like in 2020, when he like ran around selling the vaccine and stuff, I was like, I still liked him in 2021, 2022. I still wasn't that mad at him. I was like, I'm just like waiting for him to come back to reality. And he just never came back. It was like, I remember the same dynamic with like Bernie Sanders And one thing that I remember. I'll never forget. I'm not saying they cloned Bernie Sanders. I'm not saying they replaced Bernie Sanders, but he just changed in the sense of on the campaign trail, he wasn't a puppet. He was saying things, he was actually making sense. Once he endorsed Hillary Clinton and dropped out, he stopped speaking about a bunch of topics and he became a pull string doll. This is what I noticed in Trump before January 6th. This may have kind of honestly saved me and like snapped me out of it more than it would have, but like Bernie went from someone talking about a lot of things to like pull the string and it's like, the one percent like he only had five phrases after Hillary cucked him. five phrase Bernie. You know, he's not a person anymore. They sucked his soul out. He's a little minion. I saw the same thing with Trump after the election. I'm not going to lie. Everybody remembers Trump's Twitter before the election and before 2020, even during 2020. Dude, Trump's Twitter was the best. He was talking about everything all the time. Trump was like, you, you get what I'm saying? Like Trump wasn't a one trick pony. Nobody could accuse, from 2016 to 2019, nobody can accuse Trump of like, oh, he's only saying two things on loop. He's only saying three things. Dude, Trump's like, this person's talking shit. I'm a free ASAP Rocky. Like, this lady's ugly. Your nose is broken. Rosie O'Donnell's gross. Like, he was just all over the place. Something would happen. He's like, yo, let's get that person back to America. I, I, I like wake up at 4 a.m. and he's just firing tweets off at like 6 a.m. like Eastern time. I'm like, dude, this guy's a madman. I absolutely love it. Trump was like a real person. You know what I'm saying? For three years, everything he said, was like real, 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 true, true, true. I never had to make excuses for what Trump was saying. I had to make excuses for Trump's past and I don't care. It's like, oh wow, he said something 40 years ago on a bus. Oh, like I don't care about that stuff. But in when, when the base was really cranking, he, we didn't have to make excuses for stupid stuff he said because everything was pretty funny and on point. And then after the election, for whatever reason, like November to January, he started just saying things on loop and he's never been the same. He's still, he's like, do you know, do do people not realize? I don't know if it's old age or I don't know if they got to him or whatever. He just gave up. But like 2016 to 2019 Trump, try to think back, even if you still like Trump, he's talking about a hundred different topics, pop culture, culture, sports, everything. Now I call him grandpa Moderna because he just like, My vaccine saved the world. My election. Eh. Like, it's like this. It's like a he's on a Bernie Sanders loop. I saw Bernie Sanders go from real person to just a loop. And Trump's been on a loop for three years. And he's and like now people are walking around on the Trump loop. They're like, eh, the election, And like, it's like, what about all this other stuff? It's like, I don't think about anything else. This is the only thing that matters. Eh. like, it's just like, dude, he got tra- he got like stuck. He's like Trump is. It's like, if you've ever played a video game and you're just like walking into a wall, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, bro, you got to turn the controller. Like, you know, it's like an NPC. You're just like walking into a wall and you're like, you're like, bro, you know, Ash catching from Pokemon or something. You broke, turn the bike around, bro. Go, go that way. You got to go through the cave. You can't just walk. (laughs) I feel like the base has been stuck for three years. Stuck. And then like the whole, you know, I don't want to go into it too much because we talk about it a lot. But it's this whole thing of like the loop of the election where like the loop just doesn't make sense to me. I think there was funny business in the election, but I also think that Trump screwed up and that Republicans screwed up. And I do think that elections are winnable. That's my belief. If you don't agree, that's fine. But I feel like people, a lot of people in the Trump world are on this loop where they're saying like the election doesn't matter because they could steal it. Okay, let's go with that logic. Then you think it doesn't matter because they'll steal it then why do you keep complaining about DeSantis and Trump so much? Like if, if the election doesn't matter, shouldn't you just ignore Trump and DeSantis because it's all fake anyway? If you truly believed it didn't matter, you wouldn't be arguing over Trump and DeSantis. So something's, like, something's not adding up about the Trump loop because if I said, I don't believe this, but if I did believe elections literally don't matter, your vote isn't matter and they're gonna change the vote anyway, dude, I'd never talk about this for a single time. I'd just be like, it doesn't matter. It's all for show, it doesn't matter. I think it's all for show in some ways, too, because I, I think in the sense of like, no matter who wins, there's certain people controlling Republicans and Democrats, Biden and Trump and DeSantis. That's what I think. I think there's a group of people or an entity that gets their way regardless of who's in office. Um, so that in that way, I think that it's controlled. But I do think there's a difference between Biden, Trump and DeSantis. And I think that, you know, Supreme Court judge- justices are real. You know, there are benefits to voting Republicans. So I do think it matters. But the loop that people are stuck on is like, it doesn't matter to what extent, like it doesn't matter at all. Okay. Then why are you talking about the election? Cause I want Trump to win. Well, how's he going to win? What happens if he loses? Well, then it was stolen. Like they don't even think that like he has to run a real campaign. Like, you know, like, how's he going to get suburban women? Oh, it doesn't matter. Why does it matter? Because it's rigged. Well, then how's he going to run? what's well, he's just run Like, it's like, if it, if it matters enough that Trump's running and it matters enough that you care about him and DeSantis, then it matters enough that Trump has to pick up women and other people and figure out a message that resonates and stick to, like, what they're doing in the schools. Like, it, like the, the Trump base is, like, brainwashed I, i'm not trying to be a dick but it's like it's stuck in a loop and 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 they, and they don't think about it because it's just moral to say that stuff and if you question that stuff at all they see you as like the enemy like who told you to say that george bush like no like who told you to say like you know it's like it's like snapping a robot out of like a, a uh you know it, it's it's been like two years of that but here's one thing i will say i went on and you could look for yourself I went on Trump's Instagram because someone sent me a video of DeSantis. Uh, he, like Trump was making fun of DeSantis because he was like drinking his beer. And he like, I think he like rubbed his nose and then shook someone's hand. Honestly, it was kind of funny and kind of gross. Like it's it's always gross when someone rubs their, you know, that thing. Hey, what's up, bro? <laughs> it was pretty gross. It was kind of funny. Honestly, I laughed at it. Uh, I went to the comment section, right? And David Harris was like, ha ha, what a lover or whatever. And like, you know, Don Jr. was like, ha ha ha. It was like Trump's son and David Harris, the bootlicker. Um, And all the other comments, there were only a few positive ones from like Trump, MAGA grifters and his son. And all the comments that were ratioing it with way more likes were saying, Trump, we like DeSantis too. Stop hating on him. Talk about Biden. Talk about our country. Trump got ratioed on his own Instagram page. Facts. The only people agreeing with it were Mar-a-Lago influencers and Don Jr. and literally the other comments from random Trump supporters had 5,000 likes, 4,000 likes. And, and they were literally saying, we like both of you. Stop being so petty. You're such a child. Like, dude, Trump's getting ratioed on his own Instagram page. I, I feel like I'm not alone. I thought I, these these bootlicker in, influencers make me feel like I'm on an island by myself. But most people feel, feel that way. Like, even on Trump's own page, he's getting ratioed. Like, Yo, focus on things that matter, bro. This is corny. I actually thought the video was funny. I like Desantis, but I don't know. it, it is kind of funny to wipe your hand. You know, if you like wipe, <laughs> you wipe your nose and shake someone's hand, it's kind of gross. You know, like I, I think it was funny. I don't know. Like out of everything Trump did, that wasn't something that like bothered me. But I I just thought it was fascinating that you know the comment sections were like Trump, grow up. We you know we like both. It's corny, and I'm like, damn, dude. This, this is where I, I put on my little tinfoil hat a little bit. Without the indictments, I don't think Trump really has a good campaign. I think he was going to tank below DeSantis with no indictments. Like before the indictments in Hodge, poll, Hodge Twins polls on Twitter with like over 100,000 people in it, way more than regular stupid polls, like all Trump supporters, all conservatives. More people like DeSantis. The day it flipped was the day he got indicted. If there I wish there were no indictments because I don't want Trump to go to jail, but I also wish there were no indictments because I don't think Trump has a real campaign without indictments. I think you know, I think that gratefully helped him. Where it's like if you take those indictments away and it's just him making fun of DeSantis, people don't actually like it that much, you know. Someone said that's a lie. Well, we'll never get to know, Paul. I could tell you're triggered, but We'll never know what would have happened because it's an alternate reality. But what isn't a lie? I have the screenshots. You want me to print them out for you? You know what? I'm this petty. I'm gonna print them out, bro. This is this is how petty I am. Let me see. I'm I'm gonna waste ink, bro. I'm gonna spend ten dollars. Hopefully someone super chats me. It's fine if you don't. I'm not gonna beg for money, but I'm gonna waste my, my ink money now just to just to show you that those were the polls before the indictments. Hold on. Let me find it. I'm, I'm Tom Petty minus the Tom, I'm just Petty. Should I do it to him? Should I print him out? I do got the receipts. Um, I think it's brag, breast, let's see, brag. Oh, stop playing with the kid. All right, that's a lie. That's a lie anomaly. You didn't do that. All right, well, some of my printer says, sorry, bro. Let's see, uh, let's save that. We'll save that, we'll print it out. We'll waste about $5, $7 in ink, that's okay. I don't need the money, guys. Now I feel stupid for saying, hey, I need a super chat. That sounds desperate. It's like, hey, I'll, I'll pay for, uh, can, I have a, can I have a few quarters, guys? I'm thirsty, whatever. Um. All right, print that one. Let's see, print that one. Mm-mm. All right, we're doing it. We're doing it soon, folks. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for your pettiness. <laughs> Thank you, Wyatt. I waste so much ink, dude. I just print all the time. But it's I mean, it's not that expensive. Hold on. I got a screenshot. This one is not working. But I do blow through ink. People are like, how much does it cost? It's like it's not the it's not even the top 20 of my expenses, but all right, ready? I'm I'm gonna print it out for this guy. I gotta pronounce this one too. Bang. And even if you go to people like Tim Poole's pages and stuff, like they were like, DeSantis is the only option. Trump needs to drop out. And now they're like, DeSantis needs to drop out. Trump's the only option. Like, dude, I never I never said that Trump or DeSantis needs to drop out. I think, and like someone brought this to my attention was like a lot of these like media figures now, they think they're like the God of the election, where they're like. I say that they should drop out now, like, like as if it's like, oh, Tim Poole says you should drop out, you should drop out, like, like who is Tim Pool, to, you know, Tim Pool, to, like, oh yeah, Tim Pool thinks your campaign's done, so it's like, you know, like they're like, oh, Trump should drop out, and then a year later, like DeSantis should drop out, say what you want about me, I never said Trump or DeSantis should drop out, they should both run, both of them run, prove yourself win the election by merit, compete. And if you're the best, you should get the most votes in the Republican party. Like why should Trump drop out? Why should DeSantis drop out? Just let, let you know, let it fly. All right. And keep in mind real quick. Cause I know people are going to say these polls are like fake. The average poll that they, they go by is a poll that has like 800 people, a thousand people. This poll, mostly conservatives, has 141,000 people. So the sample size on this poll is like 100,000 times, 10,000 times more bigger than the average poll. I mean, not probably 10,000, not 100,000. Thank you, Tricia. Ready? This was before the Alvin Bragg arrest, like November 10th, 2022, not that long ago. Who would you rather for president in 2024? DeSantis has 62% of the vote. Trump has 35%. Dude, Hodge twins love Donald Trump. You think this isn't a Trump supporting audience? Everybody wanted DeSantis because DeSantis was leading during COVID and Trump was running around selling vaccines like Bill Gates Jr., Jr., Senior, Jr. Now let's go to a couple weeks or a couple days after the Alvin Bragg arrest. Ready? This is after the Alvin Bragg arrest. Who are we thinking right now for 2024? Trump flips the scales. Now he's up 30 points. He's at 64.3 percent DeSantis is at 27.7 somebody else is at 8.7 the only thing that happened from this time to that time was Trump got arrested like let's see when the first Alvin Bragg arrest happened that was on March 22 it's probably right after let's see Alvin Bragg charges Trump March when did it happen April 4th let's see mm. did they announce it beforehand though let's see Alvin Bragg did what no. So that was the second one. Alvin Bragg did what by arresting Trump? Mm. Let me see. Alvin Bragg news. Trump. When did they? When did they drop the news? Let me see. I can't find it because there's so many like old articles. What's it now? Oh yeah, here it is. New. March twenty third, so that's like the day after. New York DA investigating Trump calls GOP request on president unlawful. So, yeah, that was like that was right when the news dropped. So I don't I don't know when the exact charges dropped because they like remember they went to to court for two weeks. They did like a they announced it in the press and then it sat for two weeks and then the jury came out and said something like people were like, is it gonna happen? Is it not gonna happen? So. It looked like it, it looked like it officially happened later, but the, the news dropped in March. Um, yeah, it's hard to find older articles like that, but anyway, long story short, just saying. someone Kim Iverson said the NIH successfully vaccinated people using mosquitoes. Did that really happen? Hold on, let me look it up. We gotta, We gotta fact check that real quick. The NIH, this is from 2017. The NIH begins a study of a vaccine to protect against mosquito. Nah, see, I don't vaccine for rare. A box of mosquitoes did the vaccinating in this malaria. That's kind of creepy. Let's see. It's a trial NPR. A box of 200 mosquitoes did the vaccinating in this malaria trial. It's not a joke. Ew, they just let they just let these vac- they, they let these uh, mosquitoes fly. We use the mosquitoes like they're a hundred small flying syringes. Ew, dude, these people are insane. So they're gonna fact check this and be like, e- technically, fact check. Technically, uh, we haven't vaccinated the mass public with mosquitoes yet. But fact check, uh, there's only been trials for people who've been vaccinated by mosquitoes so fact check needs context fact check partly false you know we're working on it in labs but if you ever talk about it we're gonna call we're gonna call you a conspiracy theorist and until we have the government fund us to do it in public and then you know it's just what it is and you can't disagree with it like they call you a conspiracy theorist until it happens and then they call you a conspiracy theorist like with a mandatory vaccines in 2019 and 2020, before they even had a vaccine, a lot of us were saying mandatory vaccines, mandatory vaccines. And, and like they would write articles in 2020 and they'd be like, the conspiracy theorists think the government's going to mandate vaccines for COVID. That's so stupid. That's such a crazy conspiracy theory. They're, 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 they're never going to do that. That's a kooky conspiracy theory. And then they actually do it. And then they'll be like, the conspiracy theorists are against mandatory vaccines. And it's like, you just said we were conspiracy theorists for thinking that that was going to happen. We were right. It came. And now we're conspiracy theorists again for being right about what you were wrong about. The media is so dirty. They're such dirty little mosquitoes. You know, they're like, "Eh." they just come around. Oh, you know, now I got to look around. I'm like, is that what are we talking about here? Is this a real mosquito? Is this a you know, mosquito that's just there, a GMO mosquito that's just there to make love with the other mosquitoes, you know, in Florida and Texas, you know, now we really got to consider what's going on. I, I think I saw like a little mosquito in my apartment the other day and I'm. you already know I killed that thing. Five you know what I'm saying? I had to, I had to swap that thing down because I'm like, I don't know where that guy came from. I don't even know if he's a real one. You know, nowadays they're like, what do you know? Like what's back malaria or something, so something that hasn't been well, what was the new thing that was back in Florida? I don't want to mess up. Florida, Texas, back after decade, mosquito. What's the? Oh, yeah, malaria. Malaria is back in Florida and Texas for the first time in two decades. Huh. What do you know? Those are the two states that we released GMO mosquitoes in, but that's just a total coincidence. I mean, who would have thought that we'd release genetically modified mosquitoes in Florida and Texas and then you know, within a couple of years, there's, uh, you know, malaria for the first time in those exact two states that we released GMO mosquitoes. But don't worry, we have to fact check it. Let's, let's, uh, let's fact check that real quick, guys. Fact check GMO mosquito malaria, because even though those are the same states, it's a false. Ready? U.S. acquired malaria cases spark false claims to links to Gates funded research. False claims of links to Gates funded research. Factcheck.org, our friends at factcheck.org. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation supports research into fighting malaria, including funding a company that releases genetically modified mosquitoes that are incapable of carrying the disease. But local reports of locally required cases of malaria in the U.S. have sparked social media posts that basically suggest Gates was behind the recent outbreak. I mean how dare you guys bill gates fights malaria guys and you know yes he did back a gmo mosquito company in florida and texas in this massive experiment but two years later malaria came to those states but it has nothing to do with that you kooks i mean he's fighting it it's just a random coincidence which it might actually be i don't know you know (laughs) i don't know but it's just like dude the, the games being played are so nuts I don't know if you remember, this is like the, I don't like to get mad, but this is like the maddest I got. They fact checked me, took a bunch of my crap and they're like, well, technically you're telling the truth, but you know, I mean, well, the truth is a little bit too much for now. So we're going to, I'm going to try to find my fact check, uh, fact check Florida. They fact check me. Oh, look, you search my, don't get spun by internet rumors or oh, fact check.org. Let's see what they say. I think I'm in this one. What what are they accusing me of being a rumor of? Let's see. Wait, I'm not in that one. Uh, Florida death rate. I know they fact check me for that one. That's why it annoys me when Trump lies about it now too. Because uh, you get what I'm saying. Hey, am I in this? Am I in a politifact one? No, I don't think so. Um, I don't know. I can't even find it. Maybe they deleted it. I don't know. Maybe I. I get real Karen y when they like fact check me. Like I turn into a Karen. It's like, let me speak to your manager. Well, I don't have a manager. We'll talk to your manager. I oh, do who my manager's over in there. I'm like, well, go get him. You know, go get the manager. Okay. We're going to need the ma- We're going to need your manager's manager's manager. Let's put it that way. But, but, but you want the king? Get me the king. You know, I'm, I throw a fit. I'm like a, I'm like a ratchet twerker at like a you know miami walmart in the middle of spring break i'm just going wild i'm like whatever you know whatever i gotta do to just get it done like just take that off no well no i mean i just don't you know i don't like when i'm working and they they put their stupid little label over mine and i'm like you're stupid get your label out of man but but we have the authority why why do you have the authority because we're an independent researcher working for facebook you're based in France. As far as I'm concerned, you're like a foreign, you're like a foreign army. You know, you're like a foreign spy. You're, you're censoring me in the United States, the great United States of America, from France. Who gave you that permission, Macron, Biden? You know, it's like, what a joke that stuff is. I'm glad that those days are like not over, but like the whole COVID thing, dude. They were so annoying during COVID. They were like, well, technically, your 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 research thing was true, but it mentioned. The man who must not be named, so we need to delete it. It's like, ew. Someone said you have good impressions. Yeah, they should send me to college campuses. If they want kids to be conservative, send anomaly to college campus. I'm actually cool. Unlike Ben Shapiro and Charlie Kirk, they're like, Susalem socks, so them so them shut up, shut up, you a pink hair, you lip tired. You know, and then like all these kids are like, I hate my parents, I hate Ben Shapiro, I want to be a liberal, I want to smoke weed. You know, I'll I'll go to college campus. Send me to a college campus, half the campus will be conservative in two days. You send you send Ben Shapiro to talk about the Barbie movie in a conservative campus. He's like conver- he's like rapidly converting liberal women. They're like, I'd never want to be like Ben Shapiro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's okay, but seriously, it's not that would not have worked on me when I was 19. Someone said Rama Swampy, the best nickname you've coined. You need to say that one more. Love you nam. Well, I, listen, I'm an ethical person. I did not come up with Rama Swampy. Someone wrote that and I thought it was hilarious. So I don't know who came up with that, but that's that's genius. It was like Vivek Rama, Swampy. Someone wrote that and I just said it. So I can't I can't take credit for that. Grandpa Moderna, ChatGPT, you know, it's it's all for fun. But if if people use nicknames, it's like just do it ethically. You can't use my nicknames and then be like a weirdo with it. Um, isn't that the the point to divide young people? I don't know what the point is, but I, I do think that most kids are liberal and I don't I don't know what the youth outreach is. I, I know they're trying. I mean, I can't really knock TPUSA for trying to get the kids like they're doing something, you know, um, I just I don't know. I just think when like Ben Shapiro goes to colleges, it's like it's not I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. I just I just don't think Ben Shapiro is like that cool to like convert to 18 or like 19 year olds. They just want to like listen to EDM and go to rap concerts. And you know what I'm saying? Hang out and dance and stuff and hang out with their friends. Like they're not trying to like listen to Ben. I'm not even trying to listen to Ben Chiguro. So you get what I'm saying? I'm not knocking the guy, but it, it would be like sending like Mark Levin to like a college campus. I'm not hating on Mark Levin. Um, but it's like, he's not going to like convert an 18 year old to be like, oh yeah, that's, you know, that's what I want to be like. <laughs> You got to send someone, like, young and cool that, that that doesn't make conservatism seem seem so lame. You know? Like, you could show ethics and morals, but just try to make it cool. I'd be like, nothing. Listen, listen, okay? These liberals. Oh, my gosh. The Barbie movie. Did you see Barbie's outfit? It was pink. And I like the aesthetics a lot, but, you know, there seemed to be a little bit of wonk gender ideology there. I mean, the, the patriarchy. Seriously, guys. Seriously. Seriously. Come on. You know, I couldn't even sleep at night when I saw the Barbie movie. Speaking of sleep, Bull and Branch. If you want to sleep on comfortable sheets, you'll sleep on ball and Branch. Don't forget Branch. He comes with ball. It's like... <sighs> wait, what? Where are we? Oh, were we caught? We've been talking? Oh, okay. No, you know? It's like... <sighs> I don't dislike Ben. I feel like me and Ben would hang out and have a good time. You know, I'd wear my God is great hat. He'd wear his little hat and it would be a good time. Big hat, little hat, good time. You know what I'm saying? Vibing out. And he and I'd be like, you know, th- my hat's made in America. He's like, my hat means something more special. And I'd be like, that's true. I respect that. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep it. Keep it kosher. I like that. You know, I, I got respect for Ben because he's a good family man. You know what I'm saying? Ben's a good guy. It, it's just uh, I like Ben Shapiro. I defended the Daily Wire against Crowder because I don't I don't have to please anybody, and I thought Crowder was lying. So I had I had Daily Wire's back because I felt like it was the right thing to do. I don't think they're a bad business at all. I think they're doing great business. I think Daily Wire's crushing it. It's just Ben Shapiro on a college campus is not is not blowing the minds of like <laughs> you know. It's just kind of funny, but I'm not I'm not hating on it. It's just like we need something else but it's easier said than done it's easy to say we need something it's a lot harder to do it uh and i can't book myself so is what it is you know just just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes the, the left is so good at getting young people though it's worth conversing about to try to figure it out because like dude we don't really have that many winners like when yay was freaking out that was like i mean that was wild that was like dude that was the craziest two months ever but yay is cool you know what i'm saying even though like people are like he said this he said that yay is yay like he's always got people paying attention usually it's just like kid rock and a few people and i like kid rock kid rock's the man it's just we we just don't have that many people we got ted nugent kid rock Kobe covington jorge masvidal he's cool you know we got we got some winners we got some winners on the conservative side it's just the left has so much more they have like thousands of people they got little tiktokers and freaking pop stars and you know what i'm saying k-pop bands like oh love me american girls whatever you know they're dancing here. oh my god they're just crying buying like stuffed animals from south korea you know like they're like the democrats are working overdrive and like we you know we're kind of we're kind of struggling but you know what jason aldean he was number one on the billboard charts i like that song my friend kept saying it, and then I looked it up because I kn- I knew the controversy. I'm like, he said, "Don't try that in a small town." Liberals are crying like, "Boohoo, whatever." But I-, I listen to the song, I like it. He's just like, "Don't try that in my town." I'm like, okay, you know, country is cool. Country definitely has a lot of the youth. Um, like, a, like, like, a, what's his name, Morgan Wallen? People love that guy. Morgan Wallen is well beloved. That that guy gets ladies, man. Like they they they'll they'll pass out at a concert. Oh, Morgan Wallen. So. Country music's cool. Um, someone said he deleted his tweets soon. Yay! Let dude, let the guy rock. He went so hard in the paint, like you know, everyone's like, why, why is he falling back? It's like, dude, he went so hard. Give the guy a break. He married someone. He went to a foreign country. He deleted his tweets. He always deletes his tweets. Like people will act like he never deleted his tweets before. Like he always deletes his tweets. He always deletes Instagram. Yay's energy. Like he comes out and he's like, ah. And like everything's in your face like, oh, <laughs> and then he like disappears for two years and he comes back and deletes everything. He's like, hey, let's just pretend like that never happened. <laughs> he's done that already, though. He always like, you know what I'm saying? He'll throw all his energy out to the world and just like hit everybody. It's like a Goku with like a Kamehameha, you know, like just hitting you with like a Kamehameha. And then everyone's like, ah. And then like he's like, all right, I just blew off too much energy energetically like what yay was doing is just not sustainable you know people are like, i wanted him to do that for years or i didn't want him to do it or it's like it doesn't matter what people want you can't act that way and say what he said and do what he did for like five years straight bro if you if you go that wild you got to take a year break and hang out with some chick you know and get married like you just got to do it for the culture so um yeah i mean i you know he's just that's just the way he he moves like I think he realizes where he's like that era's over. You know, I'm not <laughs> he's like, I'm a changed man. I'm not, I don't want to say it that way. His last post was uh him dogging on Chris Paul. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why, but like maybe he's not mad at Chris Paul anymore. He's like, Why was I talking about him? I don't, I don't know. But I feel like people are gonna say that he he caved or something, like, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. Dude, everybody doesn't have to leave their posts up forever. Like, you know, the fact that it even happened was crazy enough. Like, it's not like He's got to leave it there forever. Delete it all. Some people delete all their Instagram photos. It's whatever. Zach Boyle said, "M.K. Ultra and Intel Corpos have been studying their brains ever since they assassinated their leaders and replaced them with CIA, misguiding them to the militia. There's a, a lot to read there, but I, yeah, I mean, I definitely think they know psychology, you know? And in foreign countries, they definitely have taken over countries and leaders and stuff. I mean, I, I think a lot of what you're saying Clearly, it happened. So, yeah, they they know how they know how the population moves and stuff. That's why. Have you ever seen? I, I got to leave soon, but have you ever seen the Truman Show? It's one of my favorite movies. But the one day he's in, if you guys don't know, I'm just gonna give a quick breakdown. Sorry if I ruined the movie, but you know what's his name? Jim Carrey. He's in a fake world. It's a whole fake world. It's a dome, and everybody's an actor, but he doesn't know it because he's the show, right? They got him as a kid. He's been there his whole life. He doesn't realize that everyone's acting around him. So. He starts to figure it out. And what does he do in that movie? He starts to do things he never does because like the whole world's fake. So everything's not done up. And he starts going like, you know, I usually walk this way to work. Let me do this. Let me drive this way. You know what I'm saying? Like he pulls a crazy move that he never did before. And when he does it, he starts seeing things aren't adding up. I. That's how I think about the psychologists who run the country. People are very predictable. I'm even probably predictable. Like AI is like, do you want a cheesesteak today? And I'm like, yeah, how'd you know? Well, we have all your data and you're easily to predict. You know, <laughs> like everybody's predictable to some extent, but sometimes we're too, too predictable where like the Truman Show, the same way he walked into like the pharmacy when he never walks into the pharmacy. I feel like conservatives need to do that sometimes in a sense of like, if the Democrats make this move and it drives you back into Trump's hands, and if the Democrats say this and they know you're going to say this and Vivek Ramaswamy is going to do the chat GBT and say exactly, like, everything's so predictable. I know that, and I'm not telling people to lie or do something, like, be ethical, stand for what you believe, but I do think that Democrats and social engineers know how to move us. Like, it's like, if we do that, they'll do that. If we do this, I'm still creeped out by the fact that I truly believe that what gave Trump the biggest bump of his entire political uh, campaign was a Democrat move. It was Democrats arresting him that drove people back into his arms that weren't in his arms. And I did interviews and people were like, hey, I got to vote for him after the Democrats are coming after him. He needs another chance. Like, And there's like smart analysts who don't really have, they're like, I think that he'll do better because he's got a vengeance. And it's like, you hope he does better because he didn't do what you want him to do the first time. But you're hoping that This drives him to be a better leader, like (coughs) which it could. I'm not saying it won't, but it was the Democrats' move that made Republicans kind of like dive into his arms further. And if that's your take, that's your take. I can't stop anybody, but I, I feel like they know this stuff. I don't think they're dumb. I think they're crazy, but I don't think they're dumb. I think they know how to move people. So that's why I try to be like Truman Show sometimes, where it's like I can't just like today. If if I didn't have like a podcast that actually like Challenge things and was interesting, I would just come up and be like, the Democrats lied, they're wrong, and I'm going to talk about how wrong they are for three months. And that's most Republican pages. You know, that's why I still get views after all this time, because I'm like, I'm going to tell you about plant-based. Like, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, because I do think there's things I can improve on, and I'm, I'm looking to do that. But like, who's going to teach you that the government of Canada's funding hundreds of millions of dollars to plant-based mRNA vaccines. No other conservatives doing that because I'm breaking the story because I'm I'm not an NPC. I'm in the Truman Show. They want me to go right. I'm going left. I'm not controllable. You know what I'm saying? And I'm only going to talk about the indictments a few times. If I have, I'll have a lawyer on to talk about the legalities of it. Probably Mike Yoder will come on and we'll talk about the law aspect of it and try to do it educational because he's a super smart guy that understands the law. He's a great lawyer. Um. But besides that, I'm not going to I'm not going to let the Democrats narrative control the next four months of my time. But everybody knows that more like 90 percent of conservatives, the next 10 months of their life is going to be like Trump's innocent, blah, blah, blah. He's eating pizza, blah, blah, blah. Ron DeSantis is a meatball, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, that's that was like Democrat induced where it's like, that's who you are now. Go be that person. We got him with the Truman Show. Like, you know, In the Truman Show, they're like, oh, Anomaly's going to be here, and he's going to be there. That's why I was like, well, now I'm not here. You know, I'm up here now. They they, they never thought I would do this. You get what I'm saying? They never – they're like, he'll sit there the whole time. He never leaves during the show. Well, I just did. You know what I'm saying? Hit him with one of these. Like, that's – you don't have to do it like that, but you get what I'm saying. Like, now I just – you just break the matrix real quick where they're like, okay. He's not an NPC. He's not, he's not Toadstool in Mario 64. He just stands in the wall saying, Mario, do you want a star? And then you ask him another question. Mario, do you want a star? Bro, you said it three times, and that's where. Oh, he's a non-playable character. He's just programmed in the game to say certain phrases, you know. Um, that was a random example, but like politically or socially, the social engineers know how to kind of like get people to do stuff and they'll make people think like the Democrats like think they're fighting like racial activism. It's like, dude, I love all the good people of the world. God made amazing people from every continent, but that's not what the Democrats are doing. They're not doing real social justice. They're they're hurting you, they're harming everybody through the guise, and they're taking over control, bigger government, through the guise of black activism. But they've socially engineered Democrats to think that they're doing racial activism and helping a group of people. And millions of people believe just because they hate the right wing that left wing racial activism is the truth. You know, that's the social engineering aspect of it. Well, I must be right because they're wrong or I must be right because this is what I'm told there's 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 games for both sides throw a flag on it lgbt flag american flag bald eagle george floyd you know what i'm saying they know they know how they know what makes people want to move with dan crenshaw he came out of nowhere like they almost came out of snl because like nobody knew who he was and then pete davidson made fun of him pete davidson apologized i would argue that that helped dan crenshaw and that makes me wonder if dan crenshaw was ran really this random guy or if he was almost like a plant in some sense. I'm not saying he is, but it's like SNL made him famous because they talked trash about him and then apologized to him. And that made everybody defend him, including myself. And I didn't even know who he was. I was like, how dare them do that? Or You know, so that begs the question of like, you know, then he's like, where well, I'm a neocon, but, but I'm likable, but I'm a veteran. And they know that we like veterans. You know what I'm saying? Conservatives appreciate veterans. Conservatives respect veterans. So you hit us with a veteran and you got, you know, skinny Pete Davidson making fun of him with the ugly tats, uh, you know, but super funny guy, Pete Davidson, funny guy, uh, likable guy, you know, now we defend Dan Crenshaw. And now three years later, everybody's like, I don't know about that, but you get what I'm saying? That's how they know. Like veterans will be defended, especially wounded veterans will be defended by conservatives. Of course we're going to, you know, this is what I'm not saying. This is for sure happening. I'm just asking people to think about it. I think it's interesting. All right. Appreciate you guys. God bless. I'm gonna end this live stream and I'm gonna cut my my intro outro video short because I, I like to keep it under two hours. Uh two uh, over two hours is no good. All right. See you guys. God bless. Dreamer podcast. We'll be back. Hey, what's going on my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies, pink hats, other colored hats, freedom versus tyranny shirts, stay blessed long sleeve, God is great long sleeve, and lots of more cool items coming soon. dreamrare.com, check out the shop to support. Everything's made in the United States, handpicked